Um, Any special shout outs? Snapchat. Yeah, uh, there yeah, used to be the poo bands that used to be sent. You were part <laughs> of it too. So I think I'm going to bring it back tomorrow. Yeah, I might start sending the poo bands. It was absolutely electric too because there was a summer, I think, where a lot of us traveled in our in our, in our proper <laughs> football lads chat. So it would be like the San Francisco poo bands and then someone would be in Iowa City poo bands and then Chicago so poo bands. So explain what poo bands is to the people. You'd be you'd basically <laughs> take a picture of your feet yeah. and your underwear, like you know, the <laughs> underwear around your legs and you just write poo bands and you're and your your filter is of what city you're in, yeah, or, or the university you're yeah, at, yeah. or whatever. Right, um, you mark your territory. Shout out, William started the Pooh Bands yeah, actually in ATL. We're after bringing Pooh Bands back. We bring Pooh Bands. On today's Footy Corner, Andreas Christensen thought he was in the NFL and cost Chelsea against the defending champs at Stamford Bridge. Ole is behind the wheel and he has United stuck in a whole bunch of mud. Dominic Calvert-Lewin scores three, Sun one-ups him and scores four, and Yves Basuma puts the finishing touches on Newcastle with some sweet chin music. Along with the typical predictions, comments, transfer corner, fantasy corner, nonsense of the week, and gambling corner, next. Yeah. And we are back on the footy corner. Arine, how is everything going? Uh, everything is going pretty good. Um, <laughs> I don't really know what to say right now. Why? Well, I, I don't know. <laughs> well, you came in before recording. You saw it was an intense game of Warzone. Yeah. Got cucked by the zone, but it is what it is. Currently watching Thursday you lo- night. So you lost. That's what that means. Yeah, me and my squad. Um, man, Miami beating Jackson right now on Thursday night football. Um, Gardner Minshew is a fluke, I guess. Um, but yeah, was he ever good. anything big? Was I mean, there was yeah, I mean, there's mania, hype. But there's hype. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm We've got the showing. microphone plugged. Yeah, microphone's <laughs> plugged in. Um, yeah, I don't know. How's everything going with you? I mean, I'm excited for this weekend's fights. I mean, and and you're, the Premier League. You're games. a big UFC guy. But uh, how's everything over? I'm gonna here? be honest, mate. It's been a shambolic week. Why it has this? been shambolic, mate. Ever since um, Tuesday, mm-hmm. uh, so Tuesday happened. I posted a lot of my lectures. Tuesday night, I go to log on to my computer, and mind you, beforehand, I don't know if I told you this. On the startup screen, it was flickering, and then once it goes in, it's fine. I was like, okay. oh, I don't know what's going on. Why is all this flickering happen happening? Well, mate, it. That that night I logged in, it flickered the whole time, and I was just like, "What the fuck?" Like the screen was just like, you know, uh, I, maybe flickering is the wrong word. Like it was just wavy and did shit. Did your laptop die? So no, well no. So it, it was fine because what I did was I connected it to the other monitor, and I dragged my shit over, and that worked fine. So the oh. computer's fine. It's just like the display. So I was like, "Well, this is fucked," because everything I do goes through, you know, the laptop and my stylus. So when I was in Westville on Wednesday, for everyone that's listening who doesn't know, that is. About 60 miles from here. That's the far campus that I teach at. I took it into this, like, uh, HP has, like, a because I have an HP laptop, they have, like, a remote location that you can take your laptop to, to get it looked at and fixed. And I figured, oh, I'll take it in, tell them, because I talked to the big tech guy, David McLeese. Shout out, okay. David McLeese. Uh, and Makes he said, sense. it's likely that from opening your and closing your laptop, the wires came loose that connect the motherboard to the, the monitor screen. And I'm like, what? And I realized that I've been flipping it because I've been using tablet mode. So anyway, long story short, I went and told them that. 
I dropped it off on Wednesday, and I haven't heard from them. <laughs> they, so your laptops got stolen? No, no, it's not stolen. It's just I took it in, and I'm waiting for them to diagnose it. I'm like, I know exactly what it is, so why don't you just do it? But I guess there might be people in front of me in line, I guess, so... Man, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm guessing there are a lot more, you know, technical problems because a lot more people are working with their laptops, obviously working through home. Yeah. Um, so that's probably what it is. Yeah. I so mean. there was that. And then my students had an exam like yourself today. Yeah. And uh, all week I'd been asking my secretary, you know, hey, just make sure they got desks and uh, and the room is enough that it's like good social distancing. Uh, mate, I yesterday I went to check on it and the door was locked. And I said, listen, lady, I'm going to need you to check it out and and she checks it this morning and i get an email at 10 a.m mind you the exams at three red alert that classroom does not have desks oh wow <laughs> holy fuck so <laughs> i got that sorted out real quick and in another class my lab person someone that's running my labs broke the machine so labs got canceled so it's been a bit of a shambolic ma- that's that's my week mate in a nutshell oh, i've wow. been trying to put fires out and Oh, man's ready for man's Let it ex- all out, man. Man's Let excited for out. this podcast. Man's excited for Premier League this weekend, and and to get my oil change. <laughs> so there's that. Well, uh, yeah, but yeah. really, really to catch up to work. Once that laptop, I, I'm borrowing, um, I'm borrowing our dad's other touch screen he has. So, you, thanks you wanna, God. So, dude, do you ever get Snapchat memories? Uh, you know, I don't. Maybe I don't go on it enough. All right, you know what's wild? So you, you see my hair right now? It's kind of changed. For those that don't. No, I like sides. Even from the short. panel. Even from the panel. What about it? Like we were paneling with people. It's I had still, a head it's on. different from that. Yeah. That's um. True. So, I went through this haircut just a little, in my opinion, a little worse, like two years ago. So during, every year, it seems like I go through the same like different haircuts. Like you know, what I, mean? I change it to this style. Apparently, this time, like every year. Oh wow! Did you just take <laughs> selfies or something? How yeah. You know? Well, yeah, I take selfies. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Mate. I mean, yeah, I mean, Mate. unreal. So everything went well with the exams. Um, yeah, man, it's kind of tough, but it is what it is. Well, oh, and shout out to Donut In, Donut It, or some shit, man. Some solid ass donuts in Chicago. Um, got the maple with bacon strips on top of it, and their chicken sandwich, second to none, better than Chick Fil A. So what's that place again? Donut It, Donut It. If you're ever in Chicago, or those that are here, it's in the loop, Donut It. Uh, you know, the other thing too, I forgot to add in. The socks are really making me mad these days, mate. They're, they're bottling it. The they're socks are the bottling it. But, dude, Big Ten football <laughs> is back. Oh, yeah. that was the That's the best. That's, like, the only good news I've gotten this week. Rondale Moore Rondale is Moore back. Rondale Moore is back, um, along with a lot of Ohio State players coming back, I saw. So, college football making a comeback slowly oh, but surely. And shout out Phil. I feel like we've made announcements when a baby is born. I don't think you know yet. Uh, yeah, they've had their child. Oh, uh, wow. Caden, yeah, they've had a boy. Uh, so shout out Phil, congrats to Phil and Christina. So I, shout out. I feel like on this show we've broken news of children being born, so that would be a yeah nice event there. So that's the other – sorry, that's, that and the Rondell Moore news are the best news Bro, this week. I don't know if you went through this when you were 25, but like – and I'm totally content with where I'm at. But right now I'm at that stage where like everyone I know, like everyone besides like a few few people – are just getting married, like having kids. Yeah. Um, just wild, like full, like full grown up mode. And I'm not saying I'm not full grown up mode, but I don't know. Like, yeah, it goes on for a long time. It's still happening. In well, my it's life. just crazy. It's like, damn, bro. Like I'm still like getting Warzone dubs. Like I'm still like 
Oh, it'll change. Still out here looking at like hot girls, being like, "Damn, that's you know what I mean." Like they're like while people are like having kids. I'm not. No, obviously Phil's at an age where yeah, but I'm even talking kids my age. Like it's wild, bro. Like I don't know. Well, it's crazy. But I'm happy with where I'm at. People do things at different times. I had friends that did that ten years, eight, ten years ago for me, and then friends that are still doing it now. So, dude, and here's the thing: you go at your own pace. Yeah, and but the thing that sucks about it is as one as one squadron goes down. One squad Mustafi. mate goes down. Yeah, Squadron. as one squad mate, as a single guy, as squad. one squad mate goes down, it's like, man, that's one last person to really go out with. Because whether people know this or not, I feel, maybe people on the pod can really r- relate, maybe. As a single dude, you don't want to go out to a bar with your buddy that's in a relationship. Mm. It just sucks. It's You know what I mean? Yeah, it depends what when you're you going were single, out for. It depends what you're going out for. I mean, you got to be ready for all situations when yeah. you go out. It's going to be a madness. Right. If someone does go out and you're in a relationship, but like, then you got to have at least one single friend with you. And I'm losing those, man. Matt moved out to the suburbs. Cam's gone MIA. Well, tell these people to go to the bars with you and then, you know. I mean, shit, man. I'm losing, I'm losing people by the minute. All right, guys. People, if you're single, here's Arine's cry for help. And you're looking help. to do a madness. Here's Arine's cry for help. <laughs> Even though you can't go to the bars now, I'm telling you, don't go to the bars. But here's his cry for help. Yeah. Uh, you can reach him at the footy corner, All I'm saying is when COVID's done, I'm ready to have some fun. Okay. Oh, there that is. rhymed. Good job. And on, <laughs> I think we need to get to the matches. We babbled for a long time. Yeah, Hopefully, they man. enjoyed our banter. Uh, and, and I'm surprised you didn't want to... single life problems as a, as a young adult. I'm surprised you didn't want to get in the matches earlier. That's the first match we're going to talk about was at Sanford Bridge match of the week. Mm-hmm. Presumably Chelsea nil, Liverpool 2. Sadio Mane with the brace at minutes 50 and 54. Christensen with the red card, as we mentioned in the intro. Uh, the NFL tackle, I mean, he must have known NFL Sunday was coming up because he did it about 45 minutes. That was his warm-up. Did it 45 minutes before the NFL kickoffs occurred. Uh, I'm, you know, Christensen is the first one sent off in this fixture between the two teams. Since February of 2009. So they've played that many matches without a red card. Wow. Do you know who it was that was sent CBG? off? CBG? No. But you're close. Carragher? No. Lampard. Yeah. Frank Lampard can't be too mad at his compadre because he or his, his, uh, you know, some, player. Some, was that a red card first? Uh, yeah, it was. It, clearly. Um, and I think everyone can agree with that. But, you know, I, I like Lampard a lot. But I don't know. He has just something against Liverpool, dude. I don't know why. Like, there are oh, other teams God. I feel like he should have, a, like, a, maybe a personal thing against. And I understand maybe as well, a I think player he got a lot year. of abuse, you know, as a player probably mm-hmm. from when he went to Merseyside. But I don't know, man. He's always – like, even Klopp, like, he just has these smart things to say about to Klopp. And he purposely takes things out of con- context, it seems like. I don't know if he's looking to, to make a rivalry, maybe to get his players going. Or maybe if this is just Lampard as, like, a very immature manager and – I think a lot of people are like that as a manager when they first start. You know, maybe he still has that player mindset. I mean, what do you think? Didn't he have a spat with you guys because he thought you over-celebrated? I think maybe Last year, yeah, Yeah. last season, yeah. I think that's it. I don't think you have to dig that far deep to see that's where he's probably still mad. Well, you don't think it stems from, I mean, when he was a player at his peak... There, the, all those games against Liverpool were, were bananas. It could. It could. But again, I don't think it showed until that happened and he thought, oh, they've over-celebrated. It's become a thing. Look, maybe, and maybe now it's a thing. I don't I know. I mean, but, I, I think that but, that... but what did he do this game? This game? I'm curious as to why you say he has... Yeah, what, what did he do? Uh, he had some... Outside smart. of his boy doing the tackle. 
I don't know. He's always just what is his mood, his vibe. It's just off. What do you mean his vibe? It's off. Mate, it's off. He didn't Bro, do anything. Bro, it's off. I he just, just stood there look, and managed. I don't know, man. It's off. Mate, I have a lot, you know, I'll, He's got I'll say when agenda. I got something against people, but what he didn't do anything okay. personal agenda. Just whatever, man. I'm just going to say that. People can say what they want. Me. I don't want to hear other people's agenda. In- yeah. Okay, yeah, let us know. Was there an agenda by Frank Lampard? Particularly in this game. But look, I think this game really just highlighted... Here's what I'm going to say about the game. Yeah, um, yeah go ahead. It really just highlighted everything that I think a lot of people were reiterating that really looked at this Chelsea team as far as their defense goes. Defensively, not there. Obviously, this was without Thiago Silva, and I understand things could change, but Kepa still having a shocker. You know, um, I think uh, some of the goals could definitely be blamed on him. Um, well, the second one specifically. Yeah, yeah, don't get me wrong. He had some good saves in there too, but he was definitely accountable for some of the goals. Um, like you said, Christensen, you mentioned he's you, right before the episode before this, right? You said you're not sold on him. Oh, and he's he trash. He goes up and does this. Garbage. Um, he's trash, mate. Yeah, you really question some of just the – I mean, their forwards will get going. And Timo Warner was kind of back pocketed this game, I'm not going to lie. Um, but he, it's too young. Too, early, it's early days to judge him, you know? I think this game is difficult to judge because he played one man down in the second half. Right. So, you know, and I think also the game, the, the it was, I think it was as a neutral is more exciting in the first because it was a game. In the second, it was a training exercise because you give a really good team an extra man. I mean, the other team isn't going to see the ball. Hence why Tiago had that record of most passes made in a minimum of, of 45 minutes. You know, they had the extra man. They're moving it around. And, and right, so but, I, you know. It, I, it took a lot out of the game. I thought in the first half, it was it was an exciting game. And I thought both teams presented chances. And then once that red card happened, I said, they're done. It's it's over. Right. But, you know, again, with that whole Tiago thing, I understand they were a man down. But I don't think that can you can't take away from that record. I understand it came at a man down. But man up. A man up. Sorry. But I think that still goes that was this dude that was his first minutes with that team his first minutes in the premier league and he just felt like he was at home and he was he was seeing the runs i mean i was i was shocked that he he's like it seems like he's fitting in so great and you know why i think bayern played kind of a similar way to liverpool well he's and a world class player why. he's a world class player and and, yeah. I, and 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 yeah i mean i didn't want to take i when i was talking to you after the game I wasn't taking anything away from him or you or whoever. Oh, no, I, it was a comment. It was trend more so it was like... On Twitter, for example. Right, it was like, okay, yes. And then again, I look at the situation, the, what was presented, and that's what you do. When you put a world-class player, man up. But I agree. But, it was good to see him do that in his first Premier League action. And again, though, on the other end of it, he had that, you said feet tangled. He ended up conceding the penalty, actually. Right, yeah, yeah, but that pen, I don't think... Which was missed it was by George. Yeah, and you know what? It's one of those pens where, like, you know what? That should have been missed because that was a stupid-ass call. <laughs> like, it's just one of those things. It was quince- it was just it Brian, mean, can you tell was us? Stupid. Was that the right call? It was the right call. It was the right call, but it was just like... It, I don't know. It was stupid. Well, speaking of that, before we get... Jorginho, that was his first miss in nine penalty attempts with Chelsea ever since he joined. That was Allison's first save. For Liverpool, that was only the third attempt he's faced. Well, yeah, and um, again, so when Thiago played where he was, mm-hmm. Fabinho actually played center back this game and yes. was fucking phenomenal because Matip was injured, Joe Gomez had an injury, and um, yeah, so they called Fabinho's number and he, he, he played great. So I think they should definitely try that out because, dude, okay, 
I know I've I've slandered Genie Wijnaldum, but when that guy plays a little more up, he now I see the type of player that Komen well, wants. Yeah. Welcome to the Premier we League. We never played him where he should have, I well, feel like. Welcome to the Premier League where everyone's mind changes once they see something different. I mean, it happens to everyone, You right? know, he plays this new role that I think he plays in the Dutch squad and, you know, he played at Newcastle and I that's where I want to see him. Well, if yeah. That means Fabinho has to play the defense, uh, defense they should try that out because this Liverpool team looked great. I saw him in the starting lineup and honestly, I, I said, you know, why didn't they try this earlier? And I'm, I'm not saying it just to say it. You've seen it happen. Man City has done it with Fernandinho. And it's been generally successful because these players have instincts, right, as a defensive midfielder that a center back should have. And they also have the speed that maybe some trucking center backs, shout out Harry Maguire, don't have. Yeah. And because of that, it's really just figuring out the communication and holding the line. They're generally good in the air, too, because if they have to win the ball back in the air, that's... And if they can hold the line... Then I don't see why they wouldn't do this because I think honestly I think he's better than their other center backs. Do Straight think, up. Do you think it's accounted now because maybe in current times center backs now in the Premier League are kind of demanded to be really good with the ball at their feet as far as passing? It's almost like you have to have yeah. the ball handling of a, a midfielder more. now. Yep. Like you cannot just be a guy that clears the ball when it's in the in the. Box. And that's a, that's a job now, but I but I think now a lot more teams are working from the back as it's right. being implemented by. It's all started with Pep, to be honest with you. I feel like maybe mm-hmm. Mourinho with Chelsea. I don't know, but it all starts with Allison and and um, who's the fuck's the boy for City again? Ederson. You know, you see them making passes to their defenders, and they like to work their way up. So I think that's how the game's moving. And damn, maybe Fabinho's the best. Next center back to work with Van Dyke, so who knows? Might be a good plan. Uh, before we get also off, also Jorginho linked with Arsenal, so I don't know how you felt about that. Well, mess. I was going to mention that in the transfer corner, but uh, we'll yeah, bring that I up that, later. Though. I heard that today. Uh, yeah, I just want to sh- throw some comments that people brought up on Twitter. You and uh, Steve were really excited about the Thiago signing, so I just wanted to mention that. Uh, you you've put the meme of it's happening from the office, and Steve, let's go. So clearly, you guys are pumped. Good stuff there. And also, Steve brought up a great fact. This was the first time since 2018 that Liverpool played a team that was above them in the table. I mean, that's, that's wild, though, because... October of 2018. That's wild. Not counting so- first match of the season. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, so hey. that's pretty good. Really, I, I tend to not look at the table this early on. I usually give it, like, seven, eight of games. Of course. But even for that fact to happen, yeah. right. But even for that fact to happen, big stuff. Uh, yeah, things have to – I mean, teams play some easy teams early or tough teams. So we'll see what happens there. Um, before I leave off to Mane, the third Liverpool player to score a brace at the bridge. Can you name the other two? Salah. Nope. Torres. Nope. Earlier times. For one, Michael later Owen. times for the other. Nope. Do you want me to just give them? Yeah. McManaman in 95, December. The other one was in October of 2015. Oh, what the fuck? Did I mean, just say it? Yeah. Coutinho. So it was Philippe Coutinho. Man like Tino. Yeah. So we'll move on to Man United 1. All in all, though, I know, I keep... Pause. But for Chelsea, like, kind of seems like we're kind of shitting on them a little bit. No, no, not shitting on them. I, I'll tell you what. I thought they looked fine in the first I, half, and it would have been a game if he hadn't look, done a red this card. game means nothing because they were without Hakim Zayech, they were without Thiago Silva, and you know what? They were without Pulisic, and we all remember what happened last time Pulisic got subbed in against Liverpool. They almost fucking came back. 
down three goals. Well, I mean, it meant something. They, they lost points. No, yeah, don't get me wrong, but I think next time when those guys in the lineup, it's going to be a completely different well, game. Yeah, and, and, and you can argue in the first half, it could have been any scoreline. I disagree with that. I think Liverpool played better in the first half. I Okay, but it wasn't a dominating performance in that there were... Not too dominating, but I, I think Liverpool played better. Okay. Well, I thought I thought teams had chance on both ends. But I'm saying Chelsea for been sure a were, were down uh, Fair enough. a couple guys. But as I, yeah, it became difficult to judge after. All right, now that we're... This match we covered for a long time. Man United 1, Crystal Palace 3. That one was interesting. Uh, we were watching uh, that one. Yeah. Andros Townsend, proving me wrong, scoring twice in two games. Uh, Zaha with the brace. I think that puts him on three goals this season. And United's one and only goal from the guy I've been not shitting on, but not expecting much from the sub, Van de Beek, coming on and kind of getting an interesting kind of deflection a goal. Uh, man, first let's talk about, you know, what, what it is with Ole. Mm-hmm. This is the first time Palace has won two in a row at Old Trafford ever. Ole's been at the wheel. Yeah. Um, rough first game. What, what was your analysis from what we watched from United? They couldn't get anything going, it seems like, or create any real chances, which is surprising considering what they had out there. Um, Greenwood started on the bench. Igalo made an appearance. Yep, I Odeon. forgot he was still on there. He came in late. Yeah. I mean, they couldn't get anything going, and, and man, Palace, it seems like, again, re- kind of relied on, on Zaha to, you know, do what he does best, but... I mean, it seems like Andros Townsend always does this shit, doesn't he? Like, he's kind of absent for, like, nine games and then has that wild-ass game kind of goes off, right? Would you agree with that? Maybe he was like that at Sports Well, he scored last game, too, though. I mean, that's why it's so crazy. I'm like, wait, why is Andros Townsend? Because I I made a comment last week. If if your number 10 is Andros Townsend, you know you're in trouble. But Palace now sit with six points. Yeah. Before we get to them, though, I want to talk about... Soton last week. Before we get to them, I want to talk about United first. Uh... Man, I agree. I, I just wanted to say, I felt like they were doing a bunch of nothing passing. It was nothing. Like, it was one of those where, like, you have it on the TV and you're just like, huh, you don't really pay much attention. You're kind of just watching other shit around you. And then, like, when the announcer's voice raises, you put your head up and it's Palace countering. Yeah. So what was shocking to me was this United team, man, they were so vulnerable on the counter. And that was shocking me because it was that midfield. It was Pogba and McTominay in the back. Which you'd normally rely with on. Fernando's just a with Fernandez just ahead. Yep. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, how is this happening? Why, you know, again, early in the season that we just talked also, about. And they got screwed a bit by that, that little pen, De Gea coming off the line. I yeah. don't know if you remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The retake. That was stupid. And the retake didn't have to be taken by the same guy. Should there be a rule that the retake should be taken by the same I, Dude, I think pens in general should be whoever draws the foul takes it. I agree. That's how I look at it. I think it's stupid that you get to choose whoever takes in the first place. I actually agree with that. I mean, if they retake it, I think, it, you, yeah, you can choose whoever. I mean, if that's if, if you could choose whoever the first time, you should be able to do that the second time. But that's But that's kind of embarrassing if they go again and you're not... And you missed it the first time. You know, who was it that missed? It was um, Andre Ayu. Yeah, wouldn't you feel uh, well, a little embarrassed? Yeah, but what? The I celebration don't think was should, a bit awkward. I don't think you should be able to take him out because it's the penalty from the same foul. So once you've chosen your taker, unless he's shattered his kneecap taking the That's kick. That's true, yeah. 
I think he needs to take it again. I mean, you even have, yeah. I, I you know, I feel bad. Do for the basketball Bea. rule, man. They yeah. get fouled going to the rim. It's the guy that got fouled. I agree. Unless they got hurt, then you could pick. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I mean, think the in some, in some cases, man, these these guys taking free throws with like torn ACLs, like it's right. kind of wild. Well, and the thing too is with the pens. Man, this rule about the goalkeeper staying on the line thing, I think it's a bit rubbish. I think it's stupid, and yeah. here's why. It's too – I mean, because it, don't get me, it's a good – it's a well, – Kawan, short place for Carolina. Yeah. Um, but don't get me wrong. I think it's a, it's a good rule, but mm-hmm. only call if it's, like, blatantly obvious. I, I don't like it unless the guy's literally charging at the shooter because when you take a pen, you should score. Like, let's face it, a pen no, is – I mean – You should. It's you should. Tough. Yeah. No, You're yeah, professional. 100%. Yeah. So if a guy's coming off a line, I mean, unless he's literally charging at the man, yeah. which, I mean, come on, no one does that, this should not be caught. I agree, That was yeah. rubbish. Let me tell you what the significance of that. De Gea has, has failed to save his last 18 penalty kicks because he didn't get the save Bit there. Bit of a scrawny guy. The last one, October 2014. Do you know who it was against? It was against Everton. Oh. You know uh, against uh, our boy, yeah. Leighton Baines. Leighton Baines. In, I mean, it's been six years since the man saved the pen. He saves one. So here's here's my ultimate. What I'm trying to get out of this is, should United fans be worried? It's it's one game. It's one game. You lost one game. Um, I, A little bit. Also, I don't know why Juan Bissaka didn't start. I think he was, I don't know, recovering. I'm not too sure. <laughs> From quarantining. I don't okay, know. Did yeah. he get COVID? Probably. I don't know, but... Uh, Timothy, whatever Johnson, Fosu Mensa was there. Yeah, that's a bit rough. A little bit not wild. A big, not a big Fosu Mensa guy. Kind of guy. exposed. Um, Especially because I have Juan Basaka in fantasy. Look, they need a new center back. They need someone to replace Lindelof. Oh, that's what I wanted to talk about too. Okay, that partnership doesn't work. That Lindelof and Maguire. No, Maguire is a fucking refrigerator. He needs Bayi to be in. He needs a fast guy. Why don't they play Bayi, mate? I don't know. Fred didn't get time either, so. And you know, Dean Henderson looked good in their League Cup, I think it he was, did. recently. He so did. So he might get a shout. Speaking of Fred, is he one of those midfielders you can stick in, in a center back position? He's like a Woolian type guy, isn't he? No, he's a, he's a defensive mid-mate. I mean, I don't know. He's a distributor, though. Would you put him in the center? Would you, can you put him at center no, back? It's no. Fred. If, if it's Devin's anyone, favorite player. If there's anyone to replace, or it'd be McTominay, but I, I don't know. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, but, but uh, so I know... What's his name with the goal? Donny Van de Beek. I think he showed Ball's uh, confidence going into that game and, and just having a go at it, you know, kind of charging his team up. So that's that's a big bright spot for United at least. And then let's – so I'll move on to Palace here. Six points out of six. No one thought this was going to – I mean, we were shitting on them in the preview Palace. with the panel. Yeah. Uh, their counterattack was great. Zaha was great. Anything you want to add to them? We talked a little bit about again, them before. Again, I six just – Six and six. Look, they played good. Don't get me wrong. I think they're weak at center. I don't know how they won this game. I, I don't know how United didn't obliterate them. Their center backs are weak. Midfield's just bang average to mediocre. And it, again, it's just Zaha causing chaos, I think. And there's going to be a point where teams are going to target him. But I'm, t- I'm calling it right now. He's going to get injured this season. Well, it was just good shape and hoofing Someone's going to fuck Zaha up. Yeah, well, we'll I see. promise you. That's what's going to It's the Premier League, mate. All it was, mate, it was good shape on defense from Roy Hodgson, and they just hoofed the ball up to Zaha so, and Townsend. Fifteen games and from AU. now. Fifteen games from now. Do you uh, think they're safe? No, they're gonna stink. 
<laughs> I'm just saying that you know that's I was that's why I asked you. Yeah. I think they're going to stink, but hey, six points out of six, pretty crazy. And I want to bring this t- this match up. I mean, it's not a huge match, but this team because they're going to meet in a battle of six point teams that you didn't think would have six points by right, now. Yeah. Everton winning five two over West Bromwich Albion. Calvert Lewin with a hat trick. Michael Keane scoring more than Moise Keane these days had one. And then James Rodriguez opening his Premier League account. Uh, for West Brom, Diangana, the guy that West Ham fans didn't like that move there, yeah. and Pereira, Mateus Pereira, the goal scorers. Kieran Gibbs picked up a really poor red card at just before halftime when West Brom was only down 2-1. They were playing really well. And there then were Slav- two red cards in the game. And then Slavin Bilic got sent off just for asking Howard Webb what was going on. Mm-hmm. Or not Howard Webb, uh, Dean. Uh, Mike Dean. Mike Dean. And he literally just went to talk to him and Mike Dean showed him a red card. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Slavin. I mean, I mean the game was already three one two. West Brom actually played well until that red card. They were winning one nothing actually oh, at one point. The, and Diangana scored early, and I was like, it might be on. They actually mate. That was the best I'd seen from West Brom. I mean, I guess I've only seen them for three halves, but yeah, they look good no, until I, the red you card. Know, I really rate Slavin Bilic. I mean, the end of that West Ham spell was kind of just the kind of. A, remember, people like showed Slavin Bilic, and it seems like this is a trouble for the Premier League managers. Before they get fired, they just look so fucking shitty, dude. Like <laughs> their 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 beard is just terrible. Like they look like they're like a homeless guy. That's what on, Slavin like, looks the streets like. Streets of like West London. It's kind of wild, but. Slavin Bilic, he was an exciting manager. He's an exciting, and that's why I think people are like, man, it's this West Brom team that just sits back. But that was like the Tony Polis West Brom. It was the boring right. ass shit. This guy is out for, he's out to have fucking fun. And that's I why hope, I love him. I hope so, man. It'll be nice because they have some players and uh, you just you just hope they're not like Norwich, even though they look like them on Saturday with those stupid jerseys. Uh, all right, I just wanted to mention that quick because Everton and Palace have six. And they're playing each I other mean, I next expected, week, so that'll be cool. I expected Everton to have six yeah. points, though. Well, so. I guess. I mean, we I talked about them as a surprise team, but again, seeing potentially the match of the week be Palace and Everton. I, and I don't know if you saw this, but James Rodriguez was driving out after the game. It's a video that surfaced on Twitter, and uh, Everton fans stopped him and gave him like a bottle of champagne or oh, wine, well, and bananas. he just accepted it. So that's bananas. Yeah. All right, uh, good stuff there. Yeah, but I mean, that, that not that cool? Sorry. What? But I think it's awesome to see Hama is actually doing really fucking good in the Premier League. Yeah, it is. It's exciting, and, and you might want well to get him in uh, fantasy. Did you expect him to do this? No. Yeah. Nope, I did not. I mean, I expect him to be decent, but not this early. Maybe a little later. Because like, people forget. I mean, when he was, I guess, in La Liga, he kind of dipped a little bit. I'm not sure what happened. Maybe, maybe Zidane just didn't like him. Maybe he wasn't in the right system or, or whatnot. Probably. But he's firing off He's right back. Now. Him and Richarlison, they have something. Uh, there it is. Southampton 2, Tottenham 5. I mean, 5? Ings with a brace, Son with 4 goals, and Kane had the other goal. I mean, this is a match that had 7 goals and 3 goal scores. Um, Kane assisted on all 4 of Son's goals. I don't know if you know that one. Uh, that is the... 24th goal that the Kane and Son combination have scored since August of 2015, which is the most in the Premier League since that time. Also, that is the first time in Premier League history that one player has assisted another player four times. You would have thought it'd be the other way around. Um, did anything about this result shock you aside from the fact that Harry Kane and Hung Min Son switched spots for a game? Pretty much. Kind of. Um, no, because if you listen to the pregame show, I said. I predicted, I think, Southampton get relegated, maybe. 
Maybe. Oh, oh, the season preview. Okay. Yeah. That's I was what like, I did say. we do a pregame show no, for this I'm... match? <laughs> Fucking hell. Well, we do no. It. And I said, look, I think Danny Ings is going to have another good season, but he can't keep him up himself, you know? Um, and it showed this game. And, and goddamn, VAR had a, had a day and a half the first 27 minutes with three disallowed goals, it two did. of them being Harry Kane yep. disallowed goals. So then he figured, <laughs> you know what, if I can't, if VAR is playing defense on me today, I might as well pass it. Maybe that's what resulted. But VAR is the best center back. I mean, that's five goals and then two disallowed goals by VAR. So they were having themselves a fucking day and a half. They were... They were treating Southampton like they were in a brothel, dude. This was wild. Well, I'll say Southampton fans came into the season. It was a poll that was rated as the most positive yeah. going in, and I think they have no points off six. I don't think there's positive anymore. Well, dude, it seems like Southampton always, every year, has a couple games where they just get shit pumped. And this was one of those Wasn't games. Wasn't it 9 nothing the Leicester last year? 9 nothing. I was the in Leicester. Florida, mate. I, even I Liverpool's remember. taking care of them like 8 nothing in like a League Cup game. Like they just Southampton is that team that could maybe give you trouble or you're just gonna you're just gonna smash them. So this was a game where Southampton got smashed, but it, this time it featured Danny Ings, so they actually got a couple goals on board. Well, the last thing I want to say about this is actually if you look or if you watched first half, it actually wasn't as dominating for Tottenham. It's really the second half where they completely went off. So, and before I ask it, actually, another did you know, Son went back in time to score his second goal. He actually scored the first one in injury time of the first half, and it had written like 46-something on the clock. No. And he scored with 46 less time on the other end. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? But I wanted to ask you, you know, is one half of Tottenham playing like this against the Southampton team enough to give them hope of maybe – being a team that could be better than what we yeah. what we talked about in the preseason. Thing. Here's why I say yeah, because I think uh, Mourinho really adjusted his team this time. If you just even look at the back line, I think the only person that started today that um, that started last week or something consistently was Doherty. Doherty started last week, I think. But Davidson Sanchez didn't start last week, did he? Because Aldo Rield mm-hmm. and, and whoever took a seat. Los Oslo wasn't playing today. I don't today. think Alderweireld played, mate. Did he? Alderweireld started last week. Oh no, I don't know. But this this back line doesn't look like it usually does. Does Davies usually start too? I think he has been this year. Yeah. Well then, yeah. fuck. I don't know. Then I'm off. That Encon Dembele started. Oh yeah, Mourinho's starting to get happy with Encon Dembele. Your boy. I mean, he's back. Yeah. He's not fully back, but he's half back. Look, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I, look, like I said, I think they're one really good signing, like a playmaker away. I also don't like Harry Wing starting, but well, would Bale and Reguilon do it, or that's it? I don't know where they're gonna play Bale. Maybe okay. where Lucas is on the right side. I don't really know. Where. That's it. Yeah, no, that is where they'll play him. Uh, you, you, but you know what they're missing to me? Why don't they play him where he did before he left? You know what they're still missing, and I think you agree. The Ericsson substitute, whoever. Yeah, they're the gonna, playmaker. They don't have that. Ten. It's what a few teams are well, missing. Well, didn't they play Bale at Cam before he left? Yeah, but I mean, we'll see. I guess we'll see what Jose has in mind. But Bro. we might have to wait till October. Or so. maybe play Hungmin Son at the ten. We'll I don't see. know. Yeah, Experiment. we'll have to see. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, Wolves won, Man City three. This was a game that some people were calling a shock in. You didn't. You were right. De Bruyne scored a pen. Foden and Jesus, the other goal scorers. Uh, and for Wolves, of course, it was Raul. Uh, I thought, you know, it was, well, first of all, before I get into it, City's 10th opening day win in a row. Jeff Paris will like this fact. 
Foden has been involved in 22 goals in his 33 matches, 12 goals, 10 assists. He's coming around, I'll admit it, even though I didn't like him for what he said, I can I can respect him as a player here. Let me ask you, Ryan, it was a match of two halves. Um, City could have scored a trillion in the first, but then at the end they were on the back foot until Jesus put away that late goal. What did you think of their overall performance as a team that is going to challenge you guys for the title? I thought it was... I think this is a really good result at the Molinox or whatever you fucking call it. Molinox. Yeah. Um, also, Adama, Adama Traore starting in the back. Kind of a madness. Like, right back. Yeah, right wing back. So right the fifth... Back. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. So that was kind of a weird setup. I don't know if Wolves maybe approached this game a wrong way, in a wrong way, possibly. They played super defensive. I feel like Wolves are good enough to kind of just go at teams and, and see what they're really about. You have enough weapons, in my opinion, right? Well, they've built themselves off of that counter, though, the, the, the really good counter. So that's why, I don't know, I thought in the first half they were timid, like you said. But in the second, they must have seen something. They were exposing Mendy on that right side all second half. And even before Raul scored, you could see a goal was coming. And when he did, I actually thought Wolves had a chance to tie this game. They really played well to me in the second half. I think Nuno really messed the first half up. You know, before Jesus put it away. Because I think in the first half, whew, De Bruyne was pulling strings, man. He was he was on fire. Yeah, I think Nathan Ake's actually looked pretty decent. I know we shit on him a bit. So maybe well, when Laporte... Well, we being you, Steve... Yeah. You no, know, I'm saying... You maybe look, Brian. I, mean, I, I wouldn't put him at Van Dyke level. But, well, yeah, no. I, mean, um, I think it'll be interesting how he works with Laporte when he comes back. But it just seems like Laporte's constantly injured. Well, I will say this. John Stone's put a good shift in. John Stones actually looked pretty good. transfer rumored here and there? He looked good. Um, he looked really Aaron good. Garcia is also transfer rumored. is constantly dead as well. I actually saw him today. He does suicide runs and gets a knee in the face. I saw. I actually peeked in today at the game between all this madness that was going on in the Carabao Cup. I saw they were tied. So yeah. I went on ESPN Plus, and the man was wearing, he has a Petter Czech helmet now because of that incident. Oh. <laughs> I shouldn't laugh, but I don't My know how long. Plays he's, rugby out there. That's I don't know. How, I don't know how long he's gonna wear it, but it's the first non-goalie I've seen running around like <laughs> no, that. No, I've definitely seen a player do it. I forgot what team it was though. Well, it, it was it not in the it was in the Premier League. I think it was like a South American country. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, mean to laugh. Also, Riyad Mahrez is not starting. Yeah. Well, he had COVID. That's why. Oh. He was coming back from it. I think he was coming. He was recovering. He All recently right. had COVID. Sounds good. Um, Probably from borrowing Aguero's old girlfriend. Wild. <laughs> so, um, yeah, good result for them, I agree. And they have another tough match coming up this week. So, hey, Pep said it before the game. These are the games you got you to, gotta, if you get three points in these games, you're looking good for to be a champion. Pep said it before the game. We're playing for 114 points. He said after the game we're playing for 111. So, yeah, we'll see what happens from that. Uh, last one I want to talk about this week before we get into the other matches. Arsenal 2, West Ham 1. Lacazette and Nketiah scoring for Arsenal. Uh, of course, Mikel Antonio scoring for West Ham. He is actually tied with Raheem Sterling for the most goals since what they call Project Restart. Uh, <laughs> Arlo White loves that term. But he scored nine goals with Sterling since then. Um, on Arsenal's end, Nketiah with the late game winner. Man, that was a. Uh, I mean, I was we on the edge there. Yeah, you you had money on it. I was just dying deep down inside, and Katia pulls it out. Arsenal's actually second since the start of last season in goals from substitutes with eight, just one behind Manchester City, who has nine. Uh, overall thoughts on this game? Um, I, I thought 
Arsenal looked good. Uh, Garbalish uh, had some dodgy. Garbalish? Had some dodgy. Gabriel Margalish. Had some dodgy things, but pretty solid. I think Kolisinac is the one that really didn't do well, in my opinion. (laughs) Was it based on me swearing? No, no. I mean, I had had money on it, so I was closely watching it as well. Um, Holding wasn't terrible. Um, I don't know. And Ketia maybe should be starting. Sokka was a bit underwhelming, in my opinion based on how much hype's around him. But Ceballos, again, is, like, for me, the standout guy because he's kind of the midfield cog, in my opinion. Like, whenever the ball got to him, he's one of those guys where you just feel like, all right, I don't think he's going to turn the ball over. And whatever pass he's going to make is generally a safe pass, Mm -hmm. Um, even though he looks like a toothpick out there. Um, But, yeah, and then Lacazette, again, with another goal. Like, it's kind of wild seeing, you know... He was, he was getting rumored to, to, to get transferred out, and now he's starting to score a lot. Um, I don't know. Um, I, what do you think? Because it's – I mean, granted, this is against the kind of a weak West Ham team. Well, But yeah. I think to bring in a sub, and I think that showed Arteta had a, a strategy probably in, in making that sub, and it, and it worked out. So I think that it's a high managerial IQ. Yeah, to, I mean, to address the points with Lacazette, I think he's he's here to stay now because he wants to stay. And um, Arsenal won't sell unless they have a really high high price going for him. Um, I, you know, in terms of the match, though, I agree it's a bad West Ham team. But I think on this particular day, I think they actually played very organized compared to what we saw against Newcastle. They were defending very well, and and I agree their threat of goal scoring. There was a period of ten minutes where it looked really high. Outside of that, no, not really. Um, so in terms of West Ham, I want to give them credit. Actually, I thought West Ham played a pretty solid game. I thought for Arsenal, it was a tale of two halves. I think they were really bad in the first half. Honestly, Saka was bad in the first half. Sabatos actually was was not good in the first half. The second half, he went full 180. As, as you were saying, Sabatos did well. I agree, Saka kind of eh, fluttered until he made that one breakthrough lock that pass. Pa- okay, yeah. Okay, Outside now of that, that I'm thinking about it, that pass <laughs> yeah. was bananas. Yeah, so, it's yeah. good pass. Um, and then, yeah, props to, like you said... Arteta for bringing Anketi on because when he did it, I said, no, what are you doing? You're taking Lacazette off. And what do I know? Because he, he won it. It, it, it. To me, it's a team that needs to play better than that. But again, I have to, you know, you have to remember they were in eighth place last year. They were a bit shambolic. And again, a trademark of a team. This is a, this is a match that that team last year would have drawn or lost even. Um, I feel like under Arteta, they're, they're, they're winning games that they don't look great in. And remember, that's that'll happen. Right, if you want to win a bunch of games, there are going to be some you're not going to be great in. But if you could at least get those wins, eh, it's good. So overall, and you know what, I'm just happy they have six points right Something now. Something about that last goal, what it tells me is the way it was set up. You could tell maybe like not that it was planned in practice, but that that type of movement to lead up to a goal does not just magically happen. That's through practicing like seriously together and and kind of knowing where each one is and communicating not just in the game, but like in the practices. And I think for someone to come off the bench like Nketiah and have that chemistry with, with Saka and Aubameyang. So Aubameyang, who's been there for a long time, and you bring these new guys who still their first couple games, especially Nketiah, mm-hmm. and, and for them to work with each other like that. Because um, I don't know, it, it just like it shows that whatever I think Arteta is doing in, the, um, in, in practice – is really showing on the field and not only is he including the first team guys but these young guys and these people on the bench are really buying into it so that when they get inserted as a late sub they're making these runs that that right off the bat that the first teamers or, or the starting lineup like 
are used to doing. So that's, I think that's huge. Yeah. And that's, what's promising, you know, to me too, as I said, six points out of six needed because two of their next three are at Liverpool and at Manchester city. So the points are going to get dropped soon. So you got to get what you can, what you can get. Uh, with that said, shall we go to the last matches that occurred? Yeah. I'll just do the rundown. We'll talk oh, about what we want to talk oh. about. Uh, we had, Oh, what is it? Oh, okay. We're plugged in. You're not plugged in, but we could fix that. I'm surprised my laptop made it this so far? far. Yeah. Oh, he. Well, it says 12%. You're fine. But the well, mic is plugged in. The mic well, is plugged in. Well, no. Uh, this is... My battery's fucked up, so it could oh. die any second. That's why. Oh, gosh. Well, hopefully it won't. Um, other matches. Leeds 4, Fulham 3. Helder Costa with a brace. Bamford and Click finishing not- off for Leeds. Mitrovic with a brace and Bobby Reed scoring you for Fulham. You watch this game pretty closely. Yeah, no, I, we'll come. We'll, so I'm gonna go around. We'll come back to some of these. Or do you want to talk about this one? Oh quick? no, 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 we can go around. Uh, Newcastle zero, Brighton three. My arch nemesis Neil Mape with a brace, and Connolly added the other one. We'll talk about Yves Basuma also after this. Leicester four, Burnley two. A wild game that you watched actually. Harvey Barnes, James Justin, Eric Peters with an own goal, and Prayet the goal scores for Leicester. Chris Wood and Dunn scoring for Burnley. Villa one, Sheffield nothing, and Consa. Scoring for Aston Villa after uh, Egan picked up a red really early in the match for a similar foul as Christensen. So, I mean, there's a lot going on in these matches. Which one do you want to start with? There's a lot I, happening. I mean, I guess there are really two games. I want to – or one game. I mean, the, the Leeds-Fulham game, for example, because two teams that just got promoted. Leeds yeah. coming up that wild game with Liverpool. Um, and it seems like they approach this game pretty similarly. Um, the only th- concern for me was their defense. I, I, I said, you watch this game more closely. Now, I know they got Rodrigo. Yeah. But Patrick Bamford hasn't looked bad these past two games, getting on the board both games and assisting Helder Costa as well. Right. I wanted to know your opinion on him. And, and if you think – so if you were the Leeds – if you were Beesla, would you start Rodrigo over Bamford or would you make – Bamford lose his spot in a sense. I play the hot hand. Anytime you got a striker scoring goals, you keep playing Bamford until it stops. And then, are you impressed with Fulham at least for staying close with Leeds? Because I think Leeds is better than a, a, your average team that gets promoted. Uh, Would you say that? Yeah, um, yeah, maybe With their ex- defense still the exception doesn't. Exception of their defense is here. Their defense is trash. So you're that, not. First of all, let me talk about that lesbian guy. What's his name? Koch? Koch or whatever. Yeah, he's garbage, man. I'm pretty sure he gave away another pen. Yeah, he's garbage. <laughs> he's so bad. They need to fix their defense. And then I'll tell you, yes, they are. Absolutely. Their attack is. Bamford is, yeah. Um, but when you asked about Fulham, uh, they didn't impress me in the first half. But their resolve to push back, to come back from 4-1 down to make it 4-3, props to them for that. And, and yeah, they looked like they were going for the draw. Mitrovic looked great. It's still a Fulham team that I'm not convinced by. But Leeds, you know, yeah, I think Leeds will stay up. I just I need their defense to shore up a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. But that was my take there. Any Anything you want to say about that before? That last game was, was, was wild. So, yeah, let us, you know, how was that one? I don't know. Like, I don't have too much to say about it, to be honest okay. with you. Other than it, was, it was a good game. Burnley, I feel bad for them because I don't give them much of a shot. Because, you know, you, you look at the names. I know it sounds kind of weird to say, but you look at the names like, oh, fucking watch Burnley but you know what they're an exciting team to watch so if you're ever kind of just bored and tired of jerking off when you think Burnley and Burnley's on TV give them a go every team's on TV right now well I know but like if you ever like are like dude I want to watch Burnley I'm saying give them a chance their games are pretty exciting and and Leicester looked good too they're well managed well managed um Burnley yeah 
Um, so it was a good game. I just the last thing I wanted to add. I I don't know if you saw Villa Sheffield. It was uh, it was a Monday game, so I had it on while I was doing work. Villa Sheffield. Man, that game. Uh, even though Sheffield got a red card, Lundstrom stepped up for a penalty in the 36th minute. Emmy Martinez with the save in his Aston Villa debut. Yeah, he was getting all emotional shout, on Twitter. Shout out Emmy Martinez. And that what a saved fucking him. That guy. saved him. They got him two extra points. Yeah, because if they given up, it would have been a one-one draw. So, yep. man, I think Villa made the right move by Swoop because obviously they lost Pepe Reina because he was only on loan. Yeah. I, he was a good keeper for them, though. Yep. But I think they got themselves a good permanent keeper, if that makes sense, who's still relatively – he's at a good age yep. for goalies. He's got years on him, um, Premier League experience. So, yeah, I think I think I was – That's it's cool to see his whole story and – God damn, man. I'd be so impatient. I don't know how we waited so long. And then when he finally does good, they sell him. I mean, it's kind of disappointing on, on Arsenal's end, but you know better than I do that it's tough to overthrow Bern Leno, who seems like he's been doing his job. Yeah, right? I mean. So that's a tough situations. It is situation. Be- it, it, it is because you understand. I mean, Martinez took that by the horns, and he played really well. I mean, man, I was so happy for It was like a – I mean, granted, I, I think I'm older than him by a little bit. Who? But it was Emmy? Emmy Martinez. It was like a father being proud of his yeah, son. Yeah, Emmy's like, 28. When you see him do that for another t- – even though it was for another team, yeah. I was just so happy for him because he's worked so hard to get there. The thing about Leno – It seems like he never said a bad thing about Arsenal, you know. Right. Oh, no. He understands he's, he's, he's happy about it. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Len- the thing is – Leno was the be- had been the best player for Arsenal, barring uh, minus Aubameyang, for about a year and a half. Like he's the only reason they didn't get they didn't lose games by a trillion. So I mean, it, it was it would have been hard to not give him his job back when he was healthy again. But if Neil Mopé pulls off any of his bullshit again, we're fucked. So that said, last couple stats I want to say uh, that we the Premier League goals in one match week were broken. Forty four goals this match week is the record. Yeah. Passing 43 in February of 2011. Here's another thing I want to ask you about before we get into other stuff. The most pens in a Premier League season, 112. We're currently on pace for 274. It's a bit concerning, isn't it? That's what I was going to ask you. Are you th- are you worried because of all these handball calls? and? Well, and- the handball rule I thought would get adjusted after last season, but it didn't. I mean, the good thing about it, like I've said in the past, the rules are rules. So when it happens, you can't argue it. That's right. the fucking rule, right? That's true. So in a sense, that's good. I'm more concerned about a lot of the touch fouls that are being called. You know, I think when it gets in the box, I'm like, don't get me wrong, I want to see goals, but you know, I don't think defenders should be afraid to get a little physical. You know what I mean? I think a lot of these calls, I think unless it's a clear foul, it's got to be called. And I think a lot of these refs are calling touch fouls mm-hmm. or like. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like again, that that Tiago fall that you mentioned. Not that it shouldn't have been a foul, but like shit like that's happening. Yep. Where it's you know, it's not like a legit someone's just chopping someone's knees in the box. Like this is, but maybe that's just me. I don't know what you how you feel about it. Do you agree with the touch foul thing that I'm saying? Do you think that's being called a lot more? It might be. Yeah, I don't it's know. With, I think it is because of VAR. Because VAR slows it down, and when you slow things down, yeah, it looks worse than it exactly, was. Exactly, yeah. And, and again, also these attackers, I mean, as, as time moves forward, they're, they're more skilled. They're more uh, – they move it, – it's tough to, to, to guard them. Yeah. It's tough. No, so it that is. could be a credit to just the new generation, you know. Speedy also, players. coolest name in the Premier League, in my opinion – Right back for Villa, who got transferred from Nottingham Forest, Matty Cash. Yeah, he was pretty good. He That's was a cool-ass name, dude. I'm surprised. you got to see Villa this week. They're a pretty fun team. That's I a think really fucking cool name, though, man. Shout out Villa. Matty yeah. Cash. Yeah. That's a nickname. Like, 
your friend that's named Matt. You just like ah, that's Matty Cash. Yeah, well, that's his name, bro. That's I know, and that's why I like Villa this Electric. year because they added Emmy Martinez. So now I'm on the Villa train because of Emmy, and then this lad's name is pretty neat. And then <laughs> this lad's name is pretty neat. And so then root for them. don't forget up top, Ollie Watkins, mate. They, I mean, I'm really happy for what they did. Speaking of which, shout out Brentford. They just got an Iranian player, Salman Kodos, so I'm a big fan. Yeah, it seems like they actually wanted to big sell that guy fan, too. That, that Rama, they'll sell him. I saw the tweets under that thing. They're like, all right, you could sell Ben Rama. And I was like, yeah. damn, man. They got dude, his, they're that's just his replacement. this guy like that. It's kind of bogus, though, at the same time. Yeah, that's his replacement. And Ali Watkins has been replaced by Tony. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> no, it's Ivan Tony. Sorry, okay. T-O-N-E-Y is his last name. <laughs> all right. Yeah. Uh, I'm, a big, I'm a big Brentford guy. But, but let's You're move on. You're a big B. I am, even though I hate Bs. Uh, week two scores. Man, we're doing better this season than last. You and Brian led the way with 19. Steve had 17, Nikhil and I had 16, and Jeff, mate, you're the rookie. It's it's okay. 13 points. And it shows. Overall, leaderboard, it's early days. Arian leads the way with it. And it goes, guys, again, based off average. Overall leaderboard, Arian has 19 as his average score over the two weeks. In second is myself, 16.5. That's why we host the show. You guys got to overtake us. Uh, Nikhil and Brian are tied at 16, so no more caboose. Steve at 15 and a half, and Jeff is the caboose at 13. So, guys, don't forget, get your picks in this week. We'll have our intern tweet tomorrow as a reminder to those if that you remember last it. year, the closest person to me when he was consistently voting was Nikhil, and he's taking time off, and he's taking a dip in form. Mate, Tesla, my boy Elon is, is, in, is working on my side and getting in Nikhil's head. Well, I'm telling you, the next international break's coming up. We're going to have a panel then. But, we'll see if Nikhil can Nikhil, answer Nikhil, your calls. Nikhil's announced that he's back, so yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what's up. We'll hopefully see him on the panel, mate. Yeah. The panel. We're, guys, panel episode coming up uh, in about, what, two weeks, I think. Because we got this week's matches, next week, and then international Also, break. Jeff going on his excursion to Narnia, the Narnia lands of Canada. Some cool pictures he brought so, back. Yeah, he did a madness. So shout out Jeff Paris. Shout out Jeff Paris. So that. let's make yeah. our picks. Yeah. Are you doing it on the cusp again, or did you write on these the down? On the cusp. All right. But I'll write it down so that we don't run into the same problem. No, it's we did fine. We can that. listen. Uh, Brighton hosting Man United. I think Man United bounces back. Brighton won. I got Man United 2, yeah, Tony Martial. Um, Brighton against United. Yeah, don't write it. Just say it so you don't have to think. <sighs> I like a 3-1 United. Okay. And I think Rashford to score. Cause, oh, no, no. Sorry. Sorry. Bruno, because he takes their pens. I think they're going to get a pen. Ah, uh, yep. Uh, Palace hosting Everton in the Battle of Six Pointers. That's This is one I'm going to watch. I'll be at 9 a.m. Sunday, Saturday, uh, Saturday, 10 Eastern, uh, for you other folks. I got Palace nil, Everton 2. And I think Richarlison's going to score this week. He had so many chances he got close on last week. Yeah. Palace Everton. I think 3-1. I want to say 4-1, but I'm getting past the benefit of the doubt here. So I'm going to say 3-1. This is tough. Who's our striker? Other than Richarlison, there's another fucking guy. Calvert-Lewin, mate? The guy that just had a hat trick? Calvert-Lewin. You're going with him. We're going to score again, yeah. All right. West Brom hosts Chelsea. I just think I I shouldn't have put this because West Brom isn't that bad, but I have him as being really bad. So, And also I saw Chelsea's. Score the other day in the cup match. I got yeah. West Brom nil, Chelsea three, and I think Timo Werner will, fi- will finally score if he's healthy. See, it's tough because you don't know who's going to start for Chelsea. See, if Thiago Silva starts and uh, Zayed starts and Pulisic starts, it's a totally different game than this past lineup. So this is going to be a tough one to say. I'm going to say three, and I'll say one 
because Slavin Bilic has ball, uh, big balls and he's just going to go for it? Uh-huh. What's going on, mate? I, t- I didn't pick a goal score for the next match. Oh, that's fine. But go on. 3-1. Um, I'm looking for someone that starts consistently for Chelsea. Um, who the fuck starts for Chelsea? Well, I mean, I went with... Don't pick my guy. I don't want to pick Warner. Timo Warner. I don't want to. But I might have to. Who starts on the wings for them? Havertz and someone uh, else? It could be Pulisic. I'm, not, I'm trying to think of my Burnley score right now while uh, you do I'll, this. You know what? I'll say Pulisic. Okay. Well, he might... He might not play, mate. Huh? I, in fantasy, he's been sitting on my bench because he doesn't play. I don't think he's playing. Okay, Although, go. you you want to stick with him in case he plays? I don't know. There's no... Who's their midfield? Who takes their pens? If Jorginho. Remember, mate? You've just seen oh, him. Oh, yeah. Um, if he's playing. Look, I want to... Can I Can I say Pulisic and if he doesn't start Havertz? Uh, I'll, just, I'll give it, I guess. I'll give it. Just this one time. If But if Pulisic starts... If, if Havertz scores, you've picked Pulisic. Yeah, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So Burnley and Southampton. I got Burnley two, Southampton one. And I gotta, I gotta pick my goal score off the cusp. I gotta see their starting lineup. I don't know. <laughs> and I'm gonna go with God damn it! I, I don't, don't like know anyone on fucking Burnley. It's for me. It's either. Well, I'm deciding between Chris and Wood and Jay Rodriguez. Your boy, and Chris Wood. Chris Wood scored last week, so I'm gonna go J Rod this week. J Rod. J Rod. <laughs> I mean, I knew a J-Rod in high school. He was quite the man. All right. Um, I'm going to go with 2 nothing Burnley. Okay. Um, I think that back line's... I know they just got wrecked by Lester, but I think they're better than that. Um, damn, did they just add J-Rodriguez, or was he always no, there? No, he was there. Fuck me. Um, what was the score you picked? 2, two nothing. 2-0. Two um, yeah, you know what? I'm going to go J-Rodriguez. Okay. Yeah. Sheffield hosting Leeds. I got Sheffield 1, Leeds 3. Uh, I'm not. I think Sheffield stinks this year, and I've got Bamford keeping it going. Yeah, I was gonna say two two. Okay, uh, and I'm gonna go Bamford. All right, you're probably closer. Right, Tottenham hosting Newcastle. I feel like weird shit always happens in this match, but I'm gonna stick with Tottenham because I went against every time I pick them to win, they fuck up. So let's mm-hmm. let's do that. Two 0 Tottenham. Harry Kane. Two one Kane. Okay, Man City hosting Leicester. Man City's had a tough this opening tough. schedule. This is wild. This is gonna be an interesting game. And wow, look at this. Ah. Got chest hair. Yeah, this is, we're talking about Fitzpatrick. That's on doing an interview in a Hawaiian pineapple shirt with a lot of chest hair. His chest hair sticking out. All right, let's stick back to this. City Leicester. I got City two Leicester one. Raheem Sterling. City two Leicester one. I yeah. think it's some new high scoring in that. Okay, let's see what you got then. I'll go three two. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Ah no. Yeah, three two, and I'll say it's gonna be a nightmare Aguero's, to listen to. Aguero's injured. Yeah, he's Sterling. Dead. Okay, 3-2 Sterling. I got 2-1 Sterling. West Ham host Wolves. I think West Ham's at home, and they're going to stink again. I think they're going to go back to stinking after looking decent against Arsenal. I got West Ham nil, Wolves 2, and, of course, Raul. I like 3-1 Wolves. And, yeah, Raul. Fulham hosts Villa. This is a chance for Fulham to really get things going, but I don't think they will. I got Fulham 1, Villa 2. My boy, Ollie Watkins. He's their new, like, guy up top. On the road. Yeah, so I like Villa 2, the other team nil. Uh, Fulham? I think, yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think uh, Villa's impressed me defensively. Um, so I'll say I want to go with Grealish, but I feel like Ollie Watkins. I want to go with Ollie Watkins. I'll give Let's him, go, I'll, Ollie I'll, Watkins. I want to give Ollie Watkins a, a go at it. Yeah, they've got the early Monday game. I kind of feel bad for them. I'll try to tune in. The later Monday game, it's the AC Derby. Um, Fulham's, Fulham's got to prove to me that they're worthy of me giving yeah. him a point this season. I, I agree. Uh, Liverpool Arsenal at Anfield. I, I think Liverpool's mad. 
<laughs> Why are they mad? They from won. The previous, no, from the previous matches against Arsenal, I, I just I don't feel good about this like I usually do. I mean, I, I mean, I usually don't feel good when we play mm-hmm. you guys at Anfield. Mm-hmm. So I got three one Liverpool, Mohamed Salah. I got three nil Salah. Okay, uh, so this Thiago has given me so much confidence, mate. He was a breath of fresh air. Fair enough. Uh, I'm gonna probably jinx it by saying this, but we've both picked Liverpool to score three. Arsenal have only given up have given up one or zero goals in 25 of Arteta's 31 matches. But again, this I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll. But they've given up the thing, a lot of chances. Arteta's so. had a, he has a good track record against Liverpool. Um, That's why I think Liverpool's as, men they're going to win as an assistant <laughs> with Man City and obviously as uh, the manager of uh, of Arsenal. So you never know. We'll Maybe see. he knows how to play this team. I would love a draw. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but I don't, I, or even a one goal loss, I'll be like, I'm not too upset. How did you guys that. do in the domestic league? Because I know we shit pumped Lincoln City seven to two. Maybe one scoring two. We won at Leicester two nil yesterday. So I'm surprised you didn't mention that. Yeah. At all. yeah well, I was gonna maybe talk about league couple uh, in the comment section because uh, Jeff Paris mentioned a City player that we got to bring up. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that no, was good. Yeah, you guys beat Lincoln by a. Trillion. It'd be nice if Mini Mouse. We play each other. Mini- you know that, right? Oh, we got drunk. So we play you guys on Monday. Yeah. And then I think again on Wednesday at Anfield both times. So they might as well just stay in a hotel or something. I think that's probably what they will do. Yeah. So. Um, and also Minnie Mouse, um, he's he does good against these shit teams. We just he just needs to when he's when his number's called in the big games, he needs to show up. You know, I'm worried about that. See what happens with Minnie Mouse, I guess. He did <laughs> score in the community shield, mate. Uh, <laughs> let's go to the transfer corner real quick before we do comments. Um a lot of wild things happening, but I'll just mention. You call him Mini <laughs> Someone said that that was racist. I don't know. What? Da- da- Everything's racist these days. Bro. This one I want to mention. Davide Zapacosta. Well, there goes your phone. I, I dropped it at the barbers, too, and everyone thought it died. Davide Zapacosta, the Chelsea lad who looks like Waluigi. He's going He's going uh, to Genoa on loan. Just wanted to mention that one. Wow. So, you know, Tiago from Bayern to Liverpool, 20 mil. Diego Yota, we didn't talk about. Wolves to Liverpool, 41 mil. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll come back to that. Uh, Gareth Bale, Real Madrid to Tottenham on loan. Uh, is it Kiana or Kijana? But, but let's ki- Kijan. Kijana Hover, Liverpool to Wolves, 9 million. Uh, Sergio Reguilon, also from Real Madrid to Tottenham. Uh, this one was not disclosed, apparently. Bertrand. <laughs> kind of sketch. I don't remember how much. It was like 20 something million. Yeah. Bertrand Traore. From Lyon to Aston Villa for $17 million. We talked about this one last episode. These next two. Chengji's Under yeah, from Roma boy. to Leicester on Roma. It's happened. Also happening for £1 million from Dijon to Arsenal. Runor Axel Runarsson. <laughs> Ragnar Ragnarsson our, gets our, called up. Our goalie now. Uh, Luis Suarez going from Barcelona to Atletico, which was bananas because he tried to cheat on his Italian <laughs> citizenship Mate. test. Also, also bananas to think now that Atletico Madrid has a team managed by Simeone with Diego Costa and Suarez, the ultimate shithousery it's squad. Insane. Here's another one that happened. To, here's something that happened today. Dale or Dave Stevens, Brighton to Burnley. Who? Yeah, exactly. Dale so, Stevens. What Dave, if this lad Dave, pops Dave off? Dave Stevens. <laughs> Did I say Dale? I th- no, maybe it is. I know it is Dale. It's I don't Dale. Know. You I said Dale. You yeah, said Dale. Dale we yeah, can Dale. run the tape back. Edward Mendy, uh, Chelsea goalkeeper coming in from Rennes. Uh, so he's going to take over for yeah, Kepa. Diego Llorente. Did you hear about this one? From Real Sociedad to Leeds. Oh, wow. And what position is this <laughs> I don't know. Maybe probably, I thought he's good. Probably he's like, uh, <laughs> yeah, anyone named Llorente is good. <laughs> That's what I said. 
Nelson Semedo, or yeah. <laughs> oh, this is Barcelona a big one. Yeah. To Wolves for twenty-seven point six. So actually, I saw, no. I'm sure you've seen it too. The only person now on that Wolves starting eleven that's not Portuguese is their captain Connor Cody. Oh, but Raul, Mexican. <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say it. <laughs> you gave me that look. And then I wanted to mention this one for good banter because uh, it brought me back. Luke Garbett going from Everton <laughs> to Blackpool <laughs> on a free. And we got to play the clip. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we're going to play the clip here. No, I mean, I think we're better off tweeting it because the video makes it funny. Because yeah. there's a lot of pauses in the. Uh, I say we just okay, tweet yeah. it out. So, well, we're going to post the video again of uh, <laughs> uh, Ancelotti when they asked about Luke Garbett. You know, who? <laughs> you think it was like uh, in the middle of COVID, right? When yeah, an apor- a reporter said, you guys have let Luke Garbett go on a free. He's been at the club for 10 eight years, eight, eight, 10, eight, nine years or whatever. What, you know, how do you feel about releasing Luke Garbett? <laughs> Carlo Ancelotti gave the most confused look, yeah. turned to his media guy to his left and was like. No, my like, honest question, who? my honest question is put yourself in Carlo's shoes. Like, you know, you're, you've achieved this much and you go to Everton. Do you think you would know who he is, though, at least? Like, he, wouldn't you know who's out on loan? Even? Yeah, you. I mean, yeah, you have to know your players. That's kind of shocking on Carlos' <laughs> end, dude. Like, that's wild. <laughs> that video is one of my favorites. Um, on here, aside from the ones we've talked about, anything stand out to you? Um, now I think Semedo, that's a huge move from Barcelona. And also, he only was there for like two, three years, though, I feel like, you know. Um also, what, there was a guy that you said earlier in the transfer. Uh, no, Cheng Chi's under Bertrand Traore. No, Bertrand Traore is Bale. pretty cool. Yota. Oh yeah, Bale. That, how long is he out for? We talked a little bit about him last episode. A month, probably. I'm guessing he'll he'll make his debut. I'm guessing around October 17th. So oh, shout out your birthday. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Shout out. Um, uh, yeah, I think uh, that'll be interesting. But it just sucks that we have to wait for it. I do want to bring up, uh, because one of our listeners brought Nikhil, who's back, all the way back, uh, did want to mention, he did mention the Yota signing. He said, surprising move, but we needed a backup CF winger pretty badly. Also, Michael Edwards is a genius for getting, he said 14 mil, this says 9, somewhere in the region of 10 mil for Hoover. Maybe this means uh, BD, no, Big Dick Divock is on his way out. I think he is now. I think so too. And, And I will say this, I think if teams can do the same business you guys do for the amount of money you make on sales. Well, Key, It's incredible. A lot it of is. people weren't happy with the Key John. Well, because Key John left, and everyone's like, why why, why are we doing this? No, It was discovered that there's another center back that apparently that we're big on, so we could let him go. And then, like, Liverpool did this with Fabinho, too. Like, they just did it so low-key and quick. It's almost like they called wolves and we're like this is our offer you have to accept this within like the next hour or two or it's off the table well and then he got wind of it and apparently said he wanted to leave yeah because i mean uh, they just signed a striker with fabio silva raul is there so he's kind of like you know where do i fit in another guy i'll mention later and he's and he's played great so uh what the short guy i'll mention him yeah, short In the lad. fantasy corner. Hey, he's a great lad. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the right move for probably both squads. And what I think Liverpool is veering towards, because I recently watched something, and it was like, who are the best strikers in the Premier League? And then they got on the topic of like, well, is Salah considered a striker with that system? And how? And then they mentioned how strikers are kind of becoming a thing of the past now. You only have like a bombing and like Kane that are like true strikers almost. Liverpool are heading towards that thing where you put three up top and they just fucking mix around and whatever happens, happens. And that's where Liverpool's going. Divac is a, 
a striker. Yota is one of those guys that plays on the wing, moves center. He works perfect in the system. So him, Minnie Mouse, maybe, you know, who knows? And you said, which kind of scared me and made sense, maybe this is a sign that maybe a winger goes. Yeah, if you're paying that but much Mbappe for But Mbappe is guy, rumored to go to Liverpool now if, next season too. If Pop you're paying cheeky calls. If you're paying that much for a player, like $41 million, I mean, they've got to be in your plans. Well, so. I mean, he's a hell of a player. And, um, you know, you never know what's going to happen. But also, I know it's a joke. People look at it as a joke. But the ITKs that are on my Twitter feed, this Mbappe to Liverpool thing is actually a possibility. I it is actually this. a possibility. Yeah, but but again, anything I hear about next summer, I, I I wait. I wait till next summer. We'll see what happens. Well, I think for sure Mbappe's gone. And I think he's gonna look at the situations and I bro, like you said, maybe the player's out of Liverpool next year. I wouldn't be surprised if maybe well, Mane if he goes. comes for sure one of them goes. There's no chance that everyone right. stays with him. Right. One goes. And maybe it's Firmino. That's what you guys would want. I feel like it would be Mane to Barcelona or something like that. And you know what? In that case, I wouldn't mind it if we're fucking replacing Mane with Kylian Mbappe. Yeah, so, so. <laughs> again, something to look for in the future. I feel like there's been a lot of Liverpool talk today. Well, yeah. I mean, but then also <laughs> I think Mbappe is also thinking about Real Madrid. That's the yeah. only team that's been calling him. So, and that's his we'll dream see. club. So. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in terms of rumors. Uh, you know, I, I was gonna come with a lot of stuff. But again, I think today I got hampered by things, and I haven't read too many new. Well, again, like I'm sure Jeff can tell us if there are any city fucking rumors out there, or if uh, Arsenal has any rumors, or you know. Well, something. we have them, but I'm waiting to hear better stuff. Uh, they, oh, they're still trying for Awar and and Party. Orhino apparently is a is a like a complete backup option. But honestly, I'll I'll tell you what. I think they're just putting his name out there. Well, United can't seem to get deals done. I, I think mean, they're, I, yeah. Is that the case with, with Arsenal? No, I don't know what they're doing because... The, so here's the deal. The release clause... You guys clause, have always had a really tough time bringing the, in guys. So Party won't get sold unless you meet his release clause of 50. Awar won't get sold unless you meet 50 or 55. All these people on Twitter... I'm, I'm going to rant here for a second. They think they're going to get both players. I'm like, are you stupid? Like, they don't do that. If they get one, you should be happy because they're both really good players in their own Which regard. one do you think they need more? That's tough for me are to say. Are they the same player? No. That's the thing. Party's more like a defensive killer guy. But I think they need Awar more, a guy that can kind of pick out little passes because they're lacking in the creativity right now. Well, yeah, because has decided to have his own little protest. And so, yeah, so we'll see. And Jorginho's rumored to, to I don't know. We'll see what happens. I think it's kind a, of wild it's a you guys fake have rumor. Still at the same time. I was hearing uh, Hudson Odoi might get loaned out from Chelsea actually, because he's not liking his role there. And, and a few teams that could be interesting. I believe I read Leeds or Leicester or something. Role. I mean, I hate to say it, man, but he really put Chelsea. Who was through the, it? He really put Chelsea through the mud, and he's kind of been disappointing ever since he signed that contract. No? Well, he might go out on on loan. I'm telling you, you know. I, I, I don't maybe think uh, Brian could tell us more, but I don't know how his role has exactly changed. Um, I think he's played as a winger. That's where Lampard plays, and maybe he's more of a ten. Is that right. what he prefers? Uh, I guess I don't know. Uh, Man, it's tough to come up with an excuse with all these weapons that they're having you play with. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, it's difficult. But <laughs> again, you'd much rather have that than no weapons. No, no, no. I'm saying right? the excuses shouldn't be there. You're right. working with so many creative players. Granted, it's all new, but yeah, I mean, fuck. No, that's true. I would take a Hudson Odoi for Ganduzi trade any day, but anyway. <laughs> I don't think well, that'd be shocking for them to do business it would. with you guys like it that. Would. Well, the, apparently the ITKs were saying that they were talking about a swap. 
two, three days ago. But we'll see what comes of it, if anything does. Um, again, maybe we'll Sounds see if like our... Your, your board really needs to get their shit together and start making moves because there's yeah. well, a lot we of... We do. United needs to make done. some moves right now. Um, we'll see what happens. So uh, a lot of things are happening. I think this week, we're what, how many days away? Uh, 10 or so, 11 days away from the transfer window closing. I think a lot of shit's about to happen. Next episode, get ready to hear a lot of things, rumor-wise, because I think... I miss deadline day. It's not the same. Yeah, well, October 5th this year, man. Well, yeah, I mean, with COVID, though, you know... What do you mean? I was talking when they had reporters on the scene with fans, and now that's not a thing. October 5th is a Monday, so I'm not getting shit done on Monday, apparently. So, Monday the 5th. Okay, uh, let's jump to uh, some comments real quickly. Um, Steve had a baseball take. Very... uh, Interesting when I think about saying how the Cubs would get relegated. Did you did you read this one? Um, I'm getting there. Gosh, usually I'm I'm here, but all right. As a Detroit Tigers fan, the White Sox are the only Chicago baseball team, is what Steve says. Uh, if the MLB has relegation, the Cubs would have been relegated to Single A ball 20 years ago. He also had a word with you on the Brazil stuff. If you wanted, do you want me to? Remember? Oh, yeah, you could call it out, yeah. Yeah, so he said, uh, Brazil is very active in the slave trade. You lost the plot in this one. Comparing black people to animals, especially monkeys, is not only racist because of appearances, but it also has racist connotations due to history and eugenics. And that's what I was going for. So Right. I think everything is how you take it. I mean, I guess with how the world is, today, you got to watch what you say. I mean... <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I don't know, you know what? Well, I still think that was racist. What that what that other lad said to Neymar. Um, it, it it just depends how you take it. I guess Neymar took it really hard. I, don't I know. it's made. What do you mean it depends how you take it? That was well. Some I mean, I guess shit. there's history behind it, as proven by Steve. Yeah, like, of course. That's what I was. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. All right. Uh, Steve has this to say, and I thought this was interesting. Yeah, sure. Calvert Lewin is scoring a lot, but look at where they're all from. Every single goal is within the six yards. I don't expect it to continue. But that's the thing, mate. That's a poacher. Yep. The I poacher gonna, well, does, does that, up. man. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's what it is. That's a, it's kind of a lost art, but I guess um, DLC is making a, a comeback. Well, I, I just I, t- I replied and said, I hope not. Looks like I picked the wrong Everton player in fantasy well, dude, for because now because I have Richarlison. Yeah. But DLC is one million cheaper. Me. And he's scoring all these goals. But the thing with Charleston does so well is play that secondary striker role so well. And so and yeah. then they have all these great wingers. I mean, it's kind of bananas how many they got. So all you need is someone in there that's reliable to just tap it in because, shockingly enough, apparently a lot of professional soccer players struggle to do that. Yeah. Um, and, and Calvert-Lewin, all it seems like, doesn't miss a chance. Yeah. So, so, I mean, opportunities will constantly be there to poach goals, which is why I personally think we'll continue, but I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, Jeff? Says Ballon d'Or for Phil Foden because Phil Foden scored a goal against Wolves. And on top of it, I want to mention well, he also said Liam Delap, future England captain. Okay. He scored today in their uh, League Cup match. So but he's doubling down on the children, look, Pedo Jeff. I think credit, you got to give credit when it's due. And damn, Foden's 100% performed. And he's playing around world-class players. But, I mean, he's stepping up to that level himself. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to see how he does with England. I mean, it's a shame what happened happened. But, yeah, no, he's he's definitely exciting. Um, it's possible to say good things about a player and have them not be the future captain. There's only going to be one captain. 
So yeah, I think he'll be good. I can still tell you, I don't think he'll be the captain, but he's gonna because play of a his big off role. off the field well, antics, maybe. Yeah, but also he might not be in terms of leadership the best guy that's gonna be there. Maybe he'll mold into. He's still so young. We'll you know? see. Uh, I, I see a lot of people that are around his age that maybe could fill that role, just a little older Trent. than Trent, that wouldn't retire. <laughs> so I, you know, I don't know. Uh, and then this Liam Delap guy. Okay, mate. Like when you said it about Foden. I was mad because I don't like what Foden said about Arsenal. This lad, I'd never heard I'm of until gonna today. I'm not going to make fun of this guy because we said this about about Phil Foden, but, and, and Jeff Paris was right, man. But Jeff that's Paris. my but that's my point. Phil Foden actually had like there was something behind him. He had done something. This lad, I hadn't heard of him till today. I think he just got called. Well, he I saw him on the he bench. he was on the bench last game. Yeah, man. I saw him on the bench. But still, I mean, this lad, come on now. <laughs> you never know, mate. No, no. This, sorry, Jeff Foden's good. Mate, that Del- Arab oil money no. had create no. it creates no 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 these no, players. no no. That's all I gotta say. Just no. Um, Brian has has sent us a, a tweet from at BDM Footy Replays. Saying, I'll be interacting using this account from now on, by the way. So <laughs> Brian's burner account has been revealed. Needed to get rid of all the toxicity from my other account. I don't get What does that mean? A.K.A. everything that's happening in the world. This is Be More, by the way. <laughs> yeah, so um, what does that mean? Just stuff happening because, you know, the decision came down from Brianna Taylor. And then Twitter's a, a, a you know, windstorm. Oh, so what, he deactivated his other account? Or? I think he's just staying off of it. I told him... Oh, mate, it upsets him? Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to say it now, mate. You have the power in Twitter to control who you follow. Yeah, so just unfollow these people. Yeah. I go on it, and all I know is ITK stuff. That's why we know so. That's why this show has a success rate of about 95% Look, on calling I, transfers. I tweet about. We're ga- on ITK. I tweet about gaming, funny shit, and the footy corner. The footy corner, UFC. Like, I tweet a bunch of. And obviously, you guys know me. I say some. Look, I'm not ra- like I'm not racist, but I, I, apparently I say <laughs> the number shit one sign that you are racist. Me, no I'm kidding. It's banter, banter, banter. Um, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I feel like Brian. I think you can control. You know, my my message is, con- don't let others control your actions. You know what I mean? How you think. You know, I don't know. You're in control of your own mind. So if you don't want to pay something, well, attention, again, but if you read something, it can it can cause an emotion. I'm just saying you can control who you follow. Right. Maybe not what you read. Maybe he got in a Twitter fight. Is that why he's saying that? No, no. He's just just I don't no. know. He just doesn't like Brian. Tell us what what I mean, happened. No, I I I, I, I think I, it's just reading. The I don't news. watch the news. Yeah, I don't I don't watch the news. Read the news. Right. Uh, I whenever someone has something outrageous to say, whether it's far left, far right, I just ignore it because well, I think both sides are just stupid. Again, his account, I think his other one, he does it. He goes to Twitter for news. Yeah, and I think oh. this is his footy one. So maybe that I don't. Yeah, know. that's I mean, my theory. Um, everything's a bit wild. Right so now. shout out, Brian. Well, so does that mean we have to tag this? Fuck, that means I have to tag this one for everything. BDM Thanks, plays. Brian. Yeah. So I guess we'll start take. Um, Ugh, God damn it! All right, we've plugged the mic in though, so we're we're good. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's unfortunate. But all right. So some polls that people responded to. Bigger yeah. signing: Thiago to Liverpool, Bale to Spurs. The Tottenham fans came out. Seventy-one percent said yeah. Bale to Spurs. Twenty-nine percent said Thiago to Liverpool. Yeah. So we found a way. To Within know, the first hour, there were fifty votes. And we, we found a way to get to evoke votes. Uh, Brian says Spurs Twitter are coming out to vote apparently, and they haven't watched soccer in the last two years. Steve, who is fucking voting Bale to Spurs like that will stop them from being trash. Matt Dunphy, shout out. Don't agree with these results, and he has a. Uh, Tiago yeah. doing a little tongue out. 
And then uh, Bavik, B Mystery 20, it's true. Tottenham need Bale back. You guys are fine. Yeah. Is he a Tottenham fan? Or is I think, he a- no, maybe, I don't know. But, you know, I guess maybe he was referring to as a team. I guess maybe he's saying Bale will benefit Spurs more than Thiago to Liverpool. Okay. Maybe he's saying Spurs need Bale more than Liverpool need Thiago, so maybe that's why Bale's a bigger signing for Spurs. I think Thiago's going to be better for Liverpool than Bale will be for Spurs. I think maybe in terms I of agree, like... But- Maybe it could be like in terms of like lights, New York City lights move. Like here's the here's like the convertible, yeah. And then there's your like Toyota Camry that gets the job done. You know, I mean, still like a high you end. You drove Camry. a Toyota Camry, mate. Yeah, I I love Camrys. That's why I speak well about them. Not a big. They Camry. are the best in terms of maintenance, mate. I'm telling you right now, mate. You look at the Honda Civic nowadays. I, I don't look really at anything. I already have those, a car, mate. I have a low car. end car. I mean, not low, low end. Low end. Get out of here. <laughs> All right, uh, player of the week. Uh, this one also had a shit ton of votes, and I guess there are a lot of Newcastle fans. Jeff Hendrick winning from yep. week one with forty four percent. Mohamed Salah, even though he had two goals or a hat trick, he had a hattie. He had a hattie. Twenty percent. Two of them were pens. So twenty percent. Jamie Vardy twenty percent, and only sixteen percent went with my boy Garbalish. Uh, I Brian, think the Burnley lads or whatever. What Newcastle. You, I think the Newcastle people got onto this poll. Brian said couldn't vote for either of the pen merchants, so Gabriel got my vote. Get, great debut for him. Garbalish. Gar, I, I think I like that one, so he voted Garbalish. Um, well, no, I voted Mohamed Salah. I did too, but I could also see why someone wouldn't vote. I mean, you know, yeah. he had a great game, mm-hmm. but, you know, two of those holes were pens. Yeah. So that is what it is. All right. Uh, let's go to the Mount Shymore. It looks like I've I've won another another one. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not another. It's like my second one, isn't it? Second win. Yeah. Cheers to that. Uh, again, that was the Mount Rushmore of Chicago sports teams. Yeah. Who are you picking? Comment on your own. I had Bulls, Bears, Sox, Chicago Dogs. I mean, had Hawks, Cubs, Fire, and the Rockford Ice Hogs. Yeah. Some comments. Uh, said Brian went with, I'm glad neither of you took the sky. That would have been an automatic vote against. I would have taken the King County Cougars. So what? Pick. So he can call me whatever he wants. What, is that not sexist? <laughs> Mate, what? No. Is that what we're heading towards here? No. Brian more Mr. PC? I think I think the Red Stars would have been okay. Uh, the sky. Oh. Steve said I'm voting for action purely due to the no, fact that his three teams have more championships. So he was going off. It depends what your metric is. Um, that was I a fun for, one. I went. <clears throat> I guess I think I veered more towards experience. So if you're going to a game, how much fun you're going to have? Yeah. If for me, I think Blackhawks games are s- just the funnest sporting event I may have ever gone to, been to. Mm-hmm. Um, I think historic Wrigley Field and just the the feeling when you get there with how everyone is. It's always a good time. That's yeah. coming from a Sox fan, right? And fire games, if you're sitting in Section 8, granted, I'm just going to say it on air. There's a lot of fucking idiots in that section. Um, I'm not a big fan of it, but you know what? You get drunk as fuck and you have a good time and you say some dumb and do some dumb shit. It's a good time. And then Rockford mate, Ice Hawks we because got new, I got to support the Blackhawks. Mate, we got a new – there's a new one. You, you already said these last week, lad. No, I know, but I'm just trying to <laughs> – You already said – No, but I'm saying if, if you're not from Chicago and you want to yeah. see – look at my list and go to those games minus Rockford Ice Hawks because you don't want to go to Rockford. All right. So I, I, I will defend mine if you come here. But let's let's discuss the this week's um, – it's it's an interesting one. It is um, apps, we, apps or websites we go on while doing a shit. While doing a poo. Okay. Um, yeah. All right. Let me let... Yeah, you you have the... <sighs> I get to pick, right? I will let you go first. Okay. I'll let you go first, and then I'll I'll go. 
All right, I'm going to go Twitter right off the bat. Shit. Twitter, um, because, I don't know, man, you're taking a shit. Like, kind of like Brian said, that's where you get your news from, your your updates on not only sports, but sometimes, I guess, what's going on in the world. You run into some funny videos, catch up on your timeline, you know, mm-hmm. just relaxing and just taking everything in. So I think Twitter is, is my vote. I will, uh, I will go ahead then and um, I'm going to go with Facebook. You know, okay. because that's when you can catch up to see, oh, right. how's this guy's baby doing? How are these people doing? Uh, you get to go on your trash talk groups, talk oh, some trash. See, I'm not in those groups anymore. I, I but, make yeah. my best talk on trash talk while I'm pooing. So okay. I'm going to go with Facebook. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's when you see my best stuff. And then my other one, I'm going to go with something very mine, simple. Mine used to be the morning coffee. Well, so go. I used to get into it, yeah. I'm going to go with something very simple. You might not have thought of this. It, I mean, it is considered an app somewhat of a website. It's something you, you could, go to. It could be either one. I'm going to go with email. I think I do. That was on my list. That was going to be on my Mount Rushmore. I do a lot of email checking, school and personal. Yeah. Well, first thing in the morning, I get on and I check my emails. Uh, When I'm getting in the shitter in the morning, my morning Mm -hmm. poo, emails the very first thing I check because usually overnight it's somehow built up. I don't know how. Mostly uh, companies that are trying to sell things to me, but every once in a while I get the occasional important one. Okay. Um, I got the next. You got two more. Yeah. All right. Um. So I'm going to go with – so when I'm scrolling Twitter, I like noise going on. So Spotify. Okay. Because, you know, i got to have the music going on. Uh-huh. Um, and then sometimes um, I'm in there for quite a long time. I'll be YouTube. Okay. YouTube to watch a video. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. So that's that. I'm going to go with um, some sort of a sports score app. So I'm going with the score or ESPN, I guess. Like, it's, you know. Ah, uh, you gotta pick one. They're the same thing, mate. They're the okay. same thing. All right, fine. Like, like okay. a sports score app. I'm going with, I go with the score. I watch this. I, I, okay, okay. You know, fine. You know, a score sports app. app. Sports score app. You know, you can still. Okay, yeah, sports score app. Uh, and then I'm between a few now. Okay. Um, I'm gonna go with. Whatever you choose here, it's not going to... So, okay. So, you know what? Just to clarify it, I'll just say like ESPN. We'll just go with ESPN. Oh. I mean, that doesn't that kind of go along with the sports score? Yeah. That's, I mean, well, no. Can... That's what I'm saying. I'm saying to clarify the last one. Oh, to make it nice okay. and easy, I'll just okay. say ESPN. ESPN score app. Oh, wow. I thought you meant the score ESPN. What do you mean? Like you have the score app, yeah. don't you? I yeah. thought you meant the score slash like ESPN. Yeah, like that's, what that's, that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, I'll keep that in as is. And for the last one... See, you don't let me fly on some of these, I'll let you fly. I'm going to go with my fantasy sports app. My uh, oh, my okay. good old... I guess I do Yahoo, but... All right, you know, yeah, fantasy I check app. on my fantasy teams usually while I'm pooing and, okay. and see what's going on. So, yeah. Okay. Um, for me, um, I'm between Instagram and Snapchat, but I'll say Instagram. Okay. I knew you'd pick it. I didn't put it on my list because I knew you'd take yeah, it. Yeah, Instagram's there. So. And also, I was between Fantasy and Snapchat on my but last one. Email Any shout-outs? Email was above Instagram, so... Yeah. Um, Any special shout-outs? Snapchat. 
Yeah, uh, there yeah, used to be the poo bands that used to be sent. You were part of it too, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna bring it back tomorrow. Yeah, I might start sending the poo bands. It was absolutely electric too, because there was a summer I think where a lot of us traveled in our in our in our <laughs> proper football lads chat. So it'd be like the San Francisco poo bands, and then someone would be in Iowa City poo bands, and then Chicago. So poo explain bands. what poo bands is to the people. You'd be you'd basically <laughs> take a picture of your feet yeah. and your underwear, like you know, the <laughs> underwear around your legs, and you just write poo bands, and you're. And your your filter is of what city you're in, yeah, or, or the university you're yeah, at, yeah. or whatever. Right, um, you mark your territory. Shout out, Williams started the Poo Bands. Yeah, actually, in ATL. We're after Poo Bands back. We'll bring Poo Bands back. Any other sure. shout outs for you? Um, the Barstool app. Okay. Sometimes I read some other blogs, but uh-huh. uh, um, yeah, it's, that's everything. We said everything on that. Uh, yeah. I, I had ESPN app, but you covered it. I had Snapchat. I'm gonna go with a couple more though. I had, I had the NBC Sportsnet slash soccer. So, like, if I ever have to shit during Premier League, I turn on the game and, sh- and watch it in the bathroom while I'm shitting. Yeah. That's a big one. That's a power move. Yeah. Um, and then also, this is another Good one. Good move I, if you have to bet on the game as well. Oh, absolutely. Oh, man. I, like, I'll be putting on a game and watching it while I'm pooing. It's yeah. like, wow, what a time. And then um, I'm going to go with, like, an activity or Fitbit app. So while you're pooing, that's a good time to check on how you're doing on your steps for Maybe the day. You need to go for a walk. See how, like, yeah, it'd be like, oh, man, I've lightened up a bit. So yeah, because you're going to get that boost of energy after doing a poo. You know, yeah. you're feeling like a, so, you know. We'll see how this goes. Uh, show, so that again, new, show that post-poo body off, you know. Exactly. Lose <laughs> a little LVs. So uh, Arian had Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Instagram. I had email, Facebook, uh, the score slash ESPN, basically sports scores. And fantasy sports apps. So, um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Also, actually, honorary mention for me, TikTok. Kind of controversial. I was waiting for you TikTok. Uh, to say that. All right. Uh, the last thing I want to mention, well, there are a few more things we got. We still do have the fantasy corner, and we have the and gambling corner to get to. As well, bro. But that's what we're going to do now. Fuck. So, first, let's talk about last week's nonce winner. We had a deadlock, mate. It was between Noel de Great <laughs> and Aster Vrunch. The Belgian lad who missed. And Noel oh, wow. Noel was the one that said something about uh, racism. No racism in soccer. Mm-hmm. Abdullah Althani had 20% and Matt Campbell had 0%. Uh, and the only comment I had here was Brian said the name and the miss and the loss by the one goal means the Belgian dude gets my vote. So I think you and him voted Esther French. Yeah. I voted Noel de Great. Uh, anyway, let's go to this week's Nance of the Week. You are a nonce, fella. You're a nonce, mate. We have a few good options. Um, first, we're going to look... might have been too quick. Okay. First, we're going to look at... Um, we'll go to... Spooky. Wait, I can't remember who we... Can, oh, we canceled Roman. So we're going to go to Kieran Gibbs. So we talked about how he was how he was sent off against um, Everton for slapping James. Yeah. Uh, but what you may not know... I don't know if you've seen the clip making its round on Twitter, but as he's going off, he said, I'll fucking do it again as he's speaking with Seamus Coleman uh, and he's going off. Uh, he th- Yeah, he said he's threatened to fucking do it again is what he said in his argument with Seamus. Uh, we can, that may be the article we put up from. Although on top of it too, his, uh, his manager, Slavin Bilic, uh, called it uh, stupid. He said uh, something about Gibbs being stupid. He said... Uh, West Brom boss Slavin Bilic blasts stupid Kieran Gibbs and praises clever uh, James Rodriguez for flopping on the ground after getting slapped. So there's that. So it's Kieran Gibbs for slapping James in the face and saying, I'll fucking do it again. 
Um, then this one is this one's on the comedic end. Let's keep it kind of light for now until it gets real dark soon. Um, we're gonna go with Ty Lawson. For those of you that don't know, he's a basketball player, right? Um, he used to play for the Nuggets. Well, UNC, UNC Tar Heels. Oh, yeah, Tar Heels, and then and then he was on the Nuggets. Who else was he on? Um, I don't know. He well, wasn't very relevant in the NBA, to be honest. Yeah. He wasn't bad. He's now in the Chinese Basketball Association, and he's in trouble. He's been banned from the Chinese Basketball Association for posting on Instagram on his story, and he wrote, Chinese woman got cakes on the low, might switch up my stance soon. Which is ass. Cake is ass. Yeah. And then low, uh, meaning, you know... Uh, on the low. Yeah. yeah, meaning it wasn't something obvious before. And then his second story, his pick after that is, it says YOLO, I guess, LOL. And, and it's him grinding on... Which st- looks like a strip club. Yeah, a stripper, for, yeah. I think, or a hooker of An some Asian sorts. stripper. Yeah. So, yeah, he's been banned from the Chinese Basketball Association. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one was a funny one. Now we're going to get to another kind of comedic one. Um, we're going to go to... This one's tough to say. KF... Shkendia is is the team. Um, they're the team that played against Tottenham today in the Europa League clash. Uh, Jose Mourinho had to ask them to have their goals switched out because they had small goals. Which was wild. I saw all the pictures. Presumably, the goalposts were five centimeters too low, and this match was in North Macedonia, mind you. Um, I don't know. Is it a ploy by them to uh, maybe try to get the cheeky win and hope that Tottenham keeps missing the net. I think so. Um, something is it always like that? Yeah. Our our microphone. Oh no. Has our mic? Well, we'll I think it's we'll good. see what happens. Um, That's wild. Oh, oh no. Um, you know, Hopefully know. we're plugged. We're I good. think they did it on purpose. But what surprises me is that Tottenham had to catch it themselves. That was don't they not? The do they not yeah. Do, don't do they not send someone to check guidelines to? I mean, surely this is this probably happens more than we think. Yeah, I don't know. Like teams do these these small things. But I mean, that was wild because Jose Mourinho was standing up. He's not a tall guy, and he was like, "Dude, what the fuck is this?" Like, someone's gonna notice that. But yeah, yeah I think it was a smart strategy. Maybe give up less goals. I don't know. Yeah, KF Skendiva. So you're on the hot seat, and also now this one's dark, and, and I couldn't believe I read this. Um, L.A. County Sheriff's Department. Some oh. some deputies on there apparently had pictures of the Kobe Bryant thing and pictures of Kobe Bryant and uh, his daughter, Gigi. And apparently a couple deputies were showing like pictures of them like dead to people to quote unquote impress people like girls. That's unbelievable in my opinion. And that's my winner. Who is your winner this week? Uh, And I think Vanessa Bryant's suing them. Yes, she is. Yep. Um, Wow, their names are even leaked. Yeah. Who's your winner? That. That one? Yeah. That, to me, is the one of the sickest things I've probably the ever sheriff, heard. The sheriff. The county sheriff. Yeah. His department. His two deputies. Um, so, again, we'll go over it. It was Kieran Gibbs for slapping Hamas and saying, I'll fucking do it again. There's Ty Lawson uh, getting banned from the CBA for saying they got cakes on the low. There is the uh, FK Shkendia who tried to prevent Tottenham from putting up five against them by making their goals five centimeters shorter. And then there's the L.A. County Sheriff's Department for just Here's doing disgusting shit. I, I'm going to assume that you're going to vote for that, too. Yeah. But if that was not there, who would you vote for? I would probably... Ty Lawson to me is funny. And Kieran Gibbs... 
slapped Hamez, got a red card, hurt his team. I'm going to go with Shkendia for yeah. trying to pull a cheeky one yeah, in Europe, Europa League competition. I'd say the same thing just because the pictures that came out, you saw them, right? <laughs> yeah, the skulls are That's so wild. Small. That's wild, man. It, like, I don't know how they thought they'd get away with it. Yeah, so that's the yeah, banana lands there. Um, and then an honorable mention to Roman Abramovich. Oh, yeah. Apparently there's some suspicious activity going on on an on a offshore account with him. Not surprising. Might be why they have all this money for all these players. Just saying. Uh, okay, we'll move on from there. That's all I want to say about that. I want to mention one thing, though, before we... We'll talk... Okay, let's do Fantasy Corner before... Per, okay, corner. here's my stance on Roman. Cool. Personally, with the way he does business, I think is awful. But I think as an owner and how much he actually cares about the team and the fans, as wild as it sounds, I think he's a really, really good owner. No, I agree. And, and I didn't want to talk too much in about my honest him. I just opinion, wanted to bring this up. In my honest opinion, the best in the league. Let's as far ask as the how much he puts into the team and actually himself cares about the team, attends the games, like really, really does care about the team. We'll do a, we'll do a poll and see who people think the best owner is. Let's okay. do one. Okay, so guys, let us know who you think the best owner is. Where can they do that? At the footy corner two at, on Twitter. So before we get to the last two segments, Number I want to mention... Number two, and the logo was our logo uh, that you're viewing right now. Yes. And I want to mention a cool story. I don't know. Have you heard about this? No. Uh, League Two side Stevenage, who has the Burger King logo on the front of their jerseys. I did not know this. Have you seen this? <laughs> so they have the Burger King logo oh, on the front wow. of their jersey. Now, you ready for this? So Burger King has explained why they did this. And this, to me... a team? Is one of the most genius things I've Why ever heard. Why they sponsored a team. Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't... Why they sponsored Stevenage. Why? All right, you ready for this? So the fast food franchise have explained the logic behind their rather sp- strange sponsorship choice. Burger King's decision to become the front of shirt sponsor for League Two Side Stevenage in 2018 has paid off after their bold plan to go virtually viral succeeded beyond all expectations. Despite the club languishing at the bottom of professional pyramid in England, Stevenage do make the cut in each edition of the video game, FIFA. That's where Burger King saw their chance for some unlikely exposure as they got their logo on Stevenage's jersey to ensure it also appeared in the EA Sports game. Yeah. From there, they created the Stevenage Challenge that encouraged gamers to play with the club, sign big-name players, and share any success on social media. To date, it's safe to say the marketing play has worked a treat with over 25,000 goals scored by Stevenage posted online and the team quickly becoming the most used in FIFA's career mode. The likes of Lionel Messi and Mohamed Salah have all been signed by players taking part in the Stevenage Challenge, meaning Burger King have somehow ended up on the virtual shirts worn by football's biggest stars. Yeah. You haven't heard of Stevenage uh, Football Club, right? Well, neither had we, but we realized that even though they're at the bottom of England's fourth division, they're going to appear in the same video game that all the expensive players are going to be in, and that's when, almost two years ago, we decided to sponsor Stevenage, a Burger King spokesperson said on a video posted on Twitter. Because if we put our logo on their real shirt, we'd definitely have our logo in the game introducing the Stevenage so, Challenge. So essentially, yeah, they put the and they made something out of FIFA. Yeah. That's brilliant. It I, is. I have a question for you. Yes. So assume we're fire season ticket holders again. Uh-huh. Right. Um, would you rather have a, a sponsor like, would you rather have a sponsor like, try to think, Valspar or Best Buy, um, you know, Panasonic or something like that. Uh-huh. Or would you rather have a sponsor of, like, Burger King or, like, let's say Portillo's? Portillo's, baby. Okay. 
Fuck yeah. No, okay, maybe that's too easy of an answer. Maybe, like a fast food chain. Like Wendy's, something like that. But here's here's the thing. You go to the game, yeah, you let's say you get free food from them. So would you rather have that, that you know, I guess professional sponsor? Or would you rather have the sponsor that shit? I get a free Whopper every time I, I enter the gates of, of Soldier Field. As long as it's not White Castle. I mean, <laughs> like... I, I wouldn't mind taking some sliders, personally. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't care. I mean, to me, it's fine. It's, uh, on the Steven Edge of th- Steven Edge end yeah. of things... But I just think it's genius that Burger King knew, okay, it's going to be really tough to get on any shirt. Like, no one's going to be serious about taking Burger King. And they just, they're they like, if we pick any team that gets in, let's do it. They did Stevenage, mate, and that's yeah. bananas. So what would you rather do? Like the Panasonic, or would you rather do, I'll just throw Wendy's there. Honestly, whatever helps the club the most. Whoever gives them the most money to do what they got to do. Panasonic gives them more money. Uh, but you don't, you don't get a free Baconator or Frosty when you enter the stadium. Bro, a Baconator and Frosty is like six bucks. Go get one. You just go buy one, lad. Take the Panasonic. That's wild, mate. I don't know. Right. I might take the free Baconator. All right. With that, let's go to... That's yeah, interesting. Wild. I just wanted to mention, though, I thought it was... You some, must have not had a Baconator in the past. Uh, no, I haven't, actually. But I thought it was some go. seriously good marketing, and I had to share that story. I read it, and I was like, that's bananas, and that's amazing. All right. Let's, let's get moving. Um, Fantasy Corner. Top scores... Son had 24, Kane 21, Calvert-Lewin 17, Mane and Mape with 16 each. Top incomings, Calvert-Lewin, Son, James Rodriguez, uh, Kevin De Bruyne, and Bamford. Yeah. Outgoings, Aubameyang, wild. St. Maximin, Werner, Bruno Fernandez, and John Egan. we got the red card. Makes sense, that one. Yeah. A few of them I'm kind of baffled by. Anyone on your list there surprising or who no. you how about any fantasy advice on players you take? I'm not in fantasy, so I'm right. not one to give advice for it. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to Max Shufton, who leads the league that we're in, the sponsored league that Steve runs, that you were going to join and you didn't. Uh, Brian I and forgot. Jeff didn't join, mate. So I'm in third right now. I'm doing all right. Um, I've really slacked on every fantasy. I'm not, I haven't joined any football or anything this year. So we'll see. Although this week I'm having trouble with that laptop issue. But, I don't know how I'm going to update my team. But, <laughs> well, you got the apps, mate, when you're doing a pro. Yeah, but it's much easier. I mean, other fantasy leagues is fine, but fantasy Premier League, easier on the computer. Uh, but my advice this week, midfield, we're doing the midfield version. Because remember, I'm switching positions every week because you could say the same guy every week. So mm-hmm. let's go to midfield. Some decent budget guys. James Rodriguez right now is seven point six million. Get him before that goes up to eight. But if you want starter in a high scoring team, yeah. And if you want low budget, five point six million. This guy was five point five a week ago, and he's going to keep going up. You got to go with potence of Wolves. They lost Diego Yota. He's going to play every game now in place of him, and he's good. My only concern with Wolves is even though they have a lot of options. They don't see. They seem like a team that really also focuses on defense. You know, will they score? Will they produce a lot to maybe make him worth that much money? Five point six million is worth it. I mean, that's one of the cheapest values you'll get. And this guy, I, I mean, I've seen him. You He's think young? He'll go up. He creates. Yep, I think okay. he'll start doing all. I'm gonna actually be. A, so my original plan was to wait till I can get two transfers to mm-hmm. get a few guys in and out. I might jump on him this week. We'll see if okay. I can. Uh, but those are my guys to, to get. Just a little out of the ordinary. Although a lot of people picked up Hamas. Top yeah. incoming. Okay. Um, anything about that? All right. Let's go to... I think Hamas is smart choice. The gambling corner. Oh, back, Betty. Bam, bam. Whoa, back, Betty. Bam, bam. You really get 
And we don't have too much participation in this, but we stepped it up this week. So aside from Steve, we joined him. Yeah. Brian, Jeff, Nikhil, nothing nothing from you guys. I know Nikhil didn't do it last year. Jeff, uh, I don't know if he's familiar with the lines. It's not Canadian lines, mate. Oh, um, yeah, that could be tricky, huh? Yeah, the Canadians do it maybe a little different. And Brian, mate, what's going on, lad? You, you slacked at the end of last year on the gambling corner. And I now- don't know, man. My man's got uh, two, two, two kids, all of the dog. Yeah, but these aren't real. This isn't real money, mate. It's fake oh. money. It's oh. Monopoly money. All right, let's talk about this week's results before we get into shout our picks. Shout out Olive. Doesn't get enough shout out on our picks. Shout out Olive. Uh, Steve lost two bets this week and won one. He lost his um, Wolves plus 500, lost a couple bucks there. And he also lost on the Lester Burnley draw is what he picked. Although he did win on Everton's pick, winning 205 there for an overall loss of 395 this week. I picked all three of my games correct. I had Villa winning, won 501 on that. Won 452 on the Leicester and Arsenal parlay. And Leeds winning gives, gives me 248 for an overall of plus 1201. And Arine, you won your two bets. Uh, you had over two and a half in Wolves Man City. You won 325 off that. And you won five bucks off Tottenham, beating Southampton. Yes, sir. So that brings the overall table to I'm in first at plus 1201. Arine's in second at plus 825. And Steve is in third at plus 345. We're all positive. So had we all been. Uh, putting our bets out, we'd be in the positives. All right, Arian, let's go to you first. If people want to make bets, you want to tune in. Again, we're all positives, so listen to our advice. What do you have? Um, I got Wolves plus 105. Uh-huh. I'm going to put 952 Woo. to win 10 bucks. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do the same thing. I say I got Wolves at plus 105, although I'm putting four to win 420. I wanted to spread out a little 420. bit. 420. Hey, there you go. I got Everton over Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. Everton's a plus 112. So I'm putting four bucks to win 448. Big Everton guy now. And then I'm putting two bucks on Villa at plus 155 at Fulham. Uh, $2 to win 310. So mm. I got a bunch of pluses going. If I get two of three, I'll be pretty happy. Um, Steve, let us know your picks. Other lads, come on. Let's make it interesting. Unless it's going to be a three-person race, we'll see what happens. Um, man, that's it. It's a long episode. Yeah. Uh, week three coming up. Uh, next week, I mean, it's looking like Thursday nights are becoming the norm. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, my schedule is fucking all over the place, man. How, how's know. Tuesday looking for you? Tuesday night next week. Let's see if we can We'll see if we can Tuesday pop one Tuesday night looks good. Also, RIP Gale Sayers. Yes, RIP, yeah. Yes. Shame on us for not saying that earlier. That's true. Chicago legend. Uh, yeah, we'll try to get it out. We'll see Tuesday, but it's this Thursday thing has been the typical thing where when we end the replay of the Thursday night football game usually begins. So <laughs> You know, also... I think that's time on us there. Um, Saturday night, watch the fights. The main event's going to be electric for UFC. All right, guys. With that Promise said... you. And put your money on Adesanya. How has is, how is Unai Emery been doing? What team does he play for? Or does he manage? <laughs> Isn't it Valencia or Villarreal? The Villarreal. He, he does Villarreal. Villarreal score. Which league? Oh, he's there in Europa League, too. Villarreal beat Ivar 2-1. Oh, they beat Ivar. You boys, aren't wow. you an Ivar guy? Wow, yeah, I own them. So no, now they're 1-1-0. Oh. Unai Emery. What? 
Why are you... T- Unai Emery. What the fuck? Unai Emery. You're, you're I won't respond to that. Oh, okay. oh, see, not a big... Yeah, your phone's an Arsenal fan, too. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure he's managing Villarreal. Unai Emery. Here's what I found. See? Is he? So he's got one win and one draw with them. Mm-hmm. Fuck him. All but right. the, wasn't this first draw like Tin Pot Team? What was well, it, like Skirtish or some shit? I, yeah, whatever it was. Also, this place where he was born. Hanariba. Hanaribia. Uh, he's 5'11". Yeah, well. he was shorter. Also, shout out Billy Donovan, New Bulls head coach. Yeah, Bill, All right. yeah. <laughs> now we're just going off on tangents. With, yeah, here. with that said, let's go to this douchebag who's, who's undefeated in La Liga this season, Unai Emery. Aloha. Love you guys. Good evening, Alexa. Please to play uh, my favorite song. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. evening. 